I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, straight to do. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all this way to be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Episode 515 on this hot-ass day. Mark it on your calendar. It's going to get hotter this week, but nothing gets hotter than having our boy Harley back on the podcast. Booyah! Mike is sizzling. Bang, bang, <laughs> bitches. You on, on fire tonight. And I miss you guys. I was oh, like... Supposed I was to finish like, that lyric. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm halfway do... through my first two Trulies, whatever the fuck these oh, things are. What the hell? Are you <laughs> drinking that fucking spring break fucking? Hell yeah! Oh my god, you changed. <laughs> it's too I don't hot. Know where man. you went? I can't be. I can't be drinking IPAs and shit. There I gotta go. I gotta stay. I gotta keep it light. Oh, and right. and 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 the sad thing is, I was um, I was you know what I was gonna get was um, some uh, white claws, some, Pacif- some Pacificas, oh, Pacificos, Pacificas, you know. Uh, whatever the fuck, how you pronounce them? <clears throat> I haven't had one in years. Yeah, because I wanted something light, you know. Sure. But them bitches are like expensive. Oh, and I'm right like, now, I'm like, well, shit. I've, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna spend that much money, I might as well get some ex- like high proof stuff, you know. So it's like I can't drink. I don't. I don't want to drink the. Uh, you know. Import. How much is in truly? How much is in? They're oh, they're like uh, they're like five percent or something like that. They're not. They're not okay. crazy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're probably so, more than a Bud Light, but yeah, they end up probably cost about the same. So, so I was watching this video. Um, mm-hmm. where this guy's interviewing all these fucking kids at spring break. Um, I forget the guy's name, but he interviews people to hammer out their ass. He's talking to this one guy, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he's just got this. I gotta find it for the. It's just you gotta hear it though. But he he's drinking truly. But the way he says, it, he's like, what is he? How does the way he words? It's just so fucking funny. He's like, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. We're drinking. He's like, wait, fucking around. Wait, we're drinking truly. We're drinking straight gasoline up in Fuck this. Fuck that bitch. shit. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I gotta find that clip, man. It's, it's just the way he says it. Fucking kill. But episode five fifteen is not sponsored by Truly. It's always sponsored by Pabst Blue Ribbon. You cannot piss off Mr. Hopper. I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lau. Joining me is always maybe sometimes not always, but for tonight, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett. If you'll have me. Yes, sir. I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yo, yo, yo. We're about to randomly rant all things movies. Can't forget that. We just randomly rant about everything else. But, uh, yeah, so we know how you're staying cool. Tony, you got your feet in your uh, Turtles Aquarium right now? How are you cooling off over there? Uh, Just AC. Nice. You got it on all day? Uh, No, just, just half the day. Right on. Yeah, man, this shit's brutal. Like I said, feel for Art out there in 105. I know he ain't working out. I know he ain't in that fucking shed right now. This, this one, <laughs> he's got that AC cranking in there. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, man. So let's get it going. We got a lot of extra. We got a lot of movies. We got a lot of catching up to do. Harley's finally back. So mm-hmm. the, 
the Three Stooges back, ready to rock and roll. So, Harley, without any further ado, man, let, let, let the people know what you've been watching. Let them know. So while we were on vacation, um, you know, we were just kind of uh, out in the woods and chilling. But we did bring our, uh, you know, 32-inch 720p TV. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to watch anything, you know, big Transformers, big blockbuster kind of stuff. So kind of kept it down low, watched some Netflix shows. and But I did watch uh, Mission Impossible. So the OG 1996 the Brian De Palma one. Oh shit, he directed it. That's right, right. I mean, oh. you're like Brian De Palma, ninety six. Like, whoa, yeah, Brian De Palma directed this. Seven point one on IMDb. I'm actually no, I'm interested. I'm gonna pull it up on Rotten Tomatoes because um, this movie is not good. <laughs> <laughs> is that it, right? is, it is not good. Dang. Like, it's boring right off the bat. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm gonna try to keep it short because you know, um, you know, the movie was not. Um, oh, where the fuck is the original 1996? 64%. Um, it's it's just boring. It's slow. You know, the the sequels become big action extravaganzas, and this one has really modest action. There's there's an okay train. Uh, high-speed train action sequence at the end that's kind of over the top, but it's it's ahead of its time from a screenplay standpoint, so the special effects couldn't quite make it. You know, if they made it t- today, it would it would be fun and exciting, and, you know, it'd be photorealistic CG and shit, and this one, it just looks bad. A mediocre um, kind of thing. But, I mean, it's kind of what you expect in 1996, you know, so it's like... I, I, I struggle with like Mark giving it, taking away points because the, you know, CG was bad because all the CG was mediocre at best in 1996. Um, Cruz is not good in it. He is young and he's not charismatic. He's not a leading man. John Voight is pretty good in this. Um, There's no other, uh, I mean, Ving Rhames is in it for like 20 minutes uh, Gene uh, Reno, uh, Reno, how you pronounce his name? He's in it. Um, everybody else is kind of forget forgettable. Um, it's more of a spy thriller than an action adventure movie, which they originally started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think because the because the sequels have turned into these, you know, tentpole action films, we're sort Sorry, of kind of real like, quick, Harley. Before I forget. Tony, get to the uh, 18 second mark there in that video. Or I forget. I think we're about to do some body shots real quick with the truly. Fuck the brake fluid. We sitting fucking straight gas over here. And I got some gas <laughs> for you later too, Andrew, for real. Okay, so I was gonna. So you got to see the video too in context. It's just like, you know, they're dependent. We're just a bunch of people partying out. But I'm trying to think truly now. You know, seen this? Uh, yeah, I've seen this. A spring okay. break on the beach with nobody, yeah. nobody's physical yeah. distancing. And... But that's the first time I heard of truly. So I just started laughing. And then you oh. just fucking have it today. It's cracking. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen that one. So, okay. um, so anyways, uh, uh, so yeah, because the sequels have turned into these big tentpole action flicks, um, this one kind of gets, you know, sort of forgotten a little bit. Because isn't the second one the John Woo one? Yes. 
Yeah, so it's like from then on, it's like it's all balls to the wall. You know what I mean? Um, and so all balls to the wall. There you go. <laughs> That's what it says in the title. And, and this and this one really tries to push the plot the twist and the no. this guy's gonna stab him in the back. And but the problem is Cruz is not on point. It's like his performance is weak. He's a better actor. I think he was probably pretty – he was still relatively, like, he wasn't oh, But you got that badass knee where he's going down the security thing, the wires, and it was – Yeah, that's cool. It's not action. It's suspenseful. It's it's. But once you've seen it, you know what happens. And I've seen it before, and I've seen it on YouTube a, a million times since, you know. So, um, yeah, it gets a waste of time. Damn. It, it it's That like, would be a waste of time. You know, I think it's one of those things where if the if the Mission Impossible movies continued to become sort of mediocre spy thrillers, then this one would be like, yeah, this is the OG. They don't make them like they used to. But they've turned into repeatable, entertaining action flicks. And Cruz has 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 genuinely become a, a, a good actor, I would argue. And um and so the screenplay isn't anything special. Not that the sequels have amazing screenplays, you know. Um, there's nothing special about the directing. Um, it's got all the same, like, 90s tropes of score, you know, over-the-top, bombastic. And and so, yeah, it ends up the just being... propeller head score? <laughs> What's that? The propeller head score? I, I don't know. Like every nineties, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of over the top. Hey, do me a favor, Harley. Before you leave Mission Impossible, you already gave it away to Dollar, but please, for the love of God, I need, I need to hear this. Please pronounce Hannah, the character Hannah, the actress's name, her real name. Please pronounce her name. Oh God, damn! Please try to Well, try. the first, the first, the first name isn't too terribly hard. I'll probably butcher it, but Ingeborg, Ingeborg is a German name, so she's from Lithuania. So it's probably Ingeborg or Ingeborga, and then the last name, Dekuntekinte. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, Dap Kunite. Oh, Dap don't, Kunite. don't worry. Kunite? Tony, Dap Tony, Kunite. our female robot, she'll handle it. You just copy and paste and she'll talk and she'll say it, Tony? How does that work? Yep. Let's see. Um, Listen up, Harley. I'm listening. All right. All right. Make sure the speed isn't fucked with. <laughs> uh, she's just saying, nope, don't want to play that. <laughs> she's like, sorry. Yeah, right. she's she's not like, nope. Yeah, exactly. Try this one. I just think I need to reload the page. Ingeborg Adapcunate. Whoa. I feel like she missed some syllables there. <laughs> yeah, slow down, honey. Yeah. Ingeborg Adapcunate. Oh, okay. All right. You got Sure. Please repeat. Uh, let's try a, a German. If it's if it's a German name. Ingeborg yeah. oh Adapnite. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
Ingeborg Adapt in Eid. Little faster. Ingeborg Adapt in Eid. You're close, Harley. Yeah. Ingeborg Adapt in Eid. So, anyways, yeah, guess what it's time. So, that's her name. Oh, come on. Oh. I love how but underneath she, the her character is drunken female IMF agent and drunken male IMF agent. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, uh you know, I watched it. So if it was up to Harley, then we would have we would have never gotten the other ones then. They would have never made other ones. Yeah. I mean uh you probably mean <laughs> Well, maybe in nineteen ninety six it was better. I don't know. Yeah, I, I did, and we all were bored to tears with it. Mazzy was bored. Yeah. So. Did Amelia die in the very beginning? Spoiler. Yeah, a bunch of people die, and then they come back to life. So it's like, yeah, fuck all that. Did they really <laughs> die? So. All right. Oh, Tony, did you see anything? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it sounded so excited. I know because I was like, me and me and Harley gonna go back and forth for a while, so I was wondering. Yeah, I mean, I started I started Legend of Korra because it came out on Friday. Oh, okay, but uh, that's it. Okay, and I'll go next then. Uh, uh, I don't remember what day we saw this, but it was Friday the thirteenth. Try to finish the franchise here. We are we're at I'm I'm writing Friday the thirteenth franchise on fucking IMDb, dumbass. Um, <laughs> Friday the 13th, Part 8. Jason takes Manhattan. Fortunately, this is uh, not a fan favorite. <laughs> uh, which is weird, right? Because Part 8, why would a Part 8 be bad, right? <laughs> um, it's lies. Sit to the throne of lies. You got the cool cover of Jason's mask with a knife over New York City. The water, right? New York has a new problem. There's another band poster where it's like that I Love New York. Uh, you know, that famous I Love New York. It's Jason cutting through that. Apparently that was banned. It was a banned poster. Currently at a 4.6 on IMDb. Mm. A boat full of graduating high school students headed to Manhattan accidentally pulled Jason Voorhees along for the ride. Wow. Wow. Okay. Been directed by Rob Hedden. Um, Kelly Who is the only one you might remember from uh, this movie. She um, she's in the, one of the Scorpion King movies and an X-Men movie. I think that's in this oh, movie yeah, first. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Little cutie. So, um, Kane Hodder again returning back. Got badass, uh, cool Jason, the zombie looking Jason. Unfortunately, the movie with budget constraints had take place a lot on the boat. So everyone's like, when's he in New York? When's it, you know, not till 20 minutes to the end of the movie when we finally get to New York. So if you watch the theater, you'd be like, what the fuck, man? I spent all, I waste all this money to see this. I want to see this, you know, him in New York. So they had to keep prolonging it in the boat, in the boat, in the boat. Um, Kills aren't as great. The MPA really, for some reason, really was pissed off at this one. <laughs> I don't know why. A lot of, a lot of um, um, off off screen kills, which are really annoying. Uh, I looked over at crew. He was oh bored. that old chestnut. Oh yeah, you know, you, you got like the character walk by, and you got Jason right behind him, and then blood splatter on the wall. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that old man, that yeah, that shit. That's like, come on. So. 
yeah, this one, uh, unfortunately, is a waste of time. The only, you know, only cool guitar kill. Um, like I said, the only cool scenes in New York are, are cool. I mean, you do get a full ass, like, Kane Hodder even had so much fun dressing up as Jason in Times Square. Like, that's amazing. So, just, I mean, that shot alone gets a dollar, but the rest of the movie, unfortunately, does not. That would be a waste of time. And another little Easter egg with this one. Um, Kane Hodder dressed up as Jason and went on the Arsenio Hall show. And did an oh. interview where Arsenio talked the whole time and Jason was just in full costume, which I thought was kind of cool. But they would still do things like that, you know? All right, Harley, what you got next? I was expecting your review to last a little longer, so I was watching the kills on YouTube. Oh. That's well, I, my, I mean, uh... Yeah, like I said, there's only one cool one. Like, the, the, besides the guitar one, the one where he's fighting the the, the athlete kid in the, in the, on the roof, where he goes toe-to-toe and he's just punching the shit out of him. Uh, what's his name? Oh, here's the guitar one. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I like the 80s hair. Oh, yeah. So she's a full-on rocker. She wants to rock out. And uh, Wait, he just hits her with the guitar? Yeah, you don't even really see it. Again, they had ideas for better kills when I was watching the features, uh, the documentary on it, and uh, budget constraints, man. They're like, oh, I wanted to do this kill and this kill, but we couldn't. So kind of sucks. Oh, there's a sauna kill. What's he? Boxing guy. He, yeah, that's the one. Oh, he sticks the rock in the guy's stomach. Yeah. yeah I just like that scene where he's in New York too and he kicks the punker's boombox and he's just all pissed off. But again, not enough to marry the Well, I recognize the actress here. Not the Kelly U character you're talking about. Hmm. Main character? So I think it was her first role. She really decided to be on it. <laughs> So we try. We had fun making it. Like I'm sure you did. Jensen Daggett. I recognize her from. What you do? Yeah. What do I recognize her from? Looking at her. Major League. Home Improvement. Maybe I recognize her from that. She played Nancy Taylor. Major League. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Oh, that's a shame. Huh? It's it. It, it's yeah, it's tough. They make these sequels, and they're just like they get cheaper and cheaper. It's you know, and they they you know some of them are better than others. But it's surprised like they kept going. I mean, this is eighty nine, so we're almost to the nineties, right? Yeah, they start getting to the scream and the self aware movies, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if people just get tired of slashers or what, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they. But they have the rights; they got to keep going. But I, yeah, so that's how, yeah, that's how that went. Yeah. So I rewatched. Oh, sorry, real quick. Oh no! As, as described by the director on the DVD commentary, the following shots were cut or altered in order to receive an MPA rating of R instead of X. See, so I guess there were some, some more, um, you know, some, some kills were gore, I guess. But hmm. so I rewatched. Wanted to keep it light. We rewatched Baywatch. If uh, if y'all remember, I had a lot of fun the first time I watched this. Um, it was uh, it's it's appropriately campy, you know. Uh, the IMDb has it as action comedy crime, and I would say it's a comedy uh, crime action. Um, but the big the you know the the draw here is is you got Dwayne the Rock Johnson 
and Zach Efron. And uh, uh, Tony, have you seen this? I think so, yeah. Did you? Okay, so Zach is absolutely ripped. I mean, he is like 5% body fat, right? I mean, I, he's like... You got to read the tension. He's, yeah, right? Um, and I think he's actually a talented actor. And, like, we've seen him do that um, when he played the serial killer. Like, he's a talented actor. Um, and in this one, he's appropriately a douchebag who has this arc, right? And, and we sort of see that coming of age. But um, it's interesting because I did see this uh, quick something or interview with him. And they, he kind of explained how he had to get so ripped for the movie. He was like, I basically just ate chicken and broccoli every day for like, you know, two months or something. Uh, and he goes, I'd never do it again. Um, you know, he's 30 years old when he does the role. So he's probably, you know, it, it pretty, that's probably the best time to, to do something like that. But ironically, they show him, you know, totally shirtless with nothing but shorts on, like really early in the movie. But then they downplay it for the most, for the rest of the movie. So you and, got upset that he had a shirt on? No, no, no. I didn't have a problem with it. I was that's just what like, it sounds like. No, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. I wasn't upset. It was just seems like. Something your rating is going to change because it's. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, the funniest part is, is um, no, the, the actual, the best part of this movie. And the you reason why. the whole review talking about Ephraim when I'm looking at the Dario the whole time. You haven't mentioned Well, no before. shit. I mean, it's easy to do that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's plenty of eye candy for both sides, men and women. Right? right for sure like that's that's got a replayability right there so, so don't you, get me you're, wrong. you're focusing on the women's side right now first the eye candy yes. for women that's Fair what enough. you're focusing okay. on um there's dolphins in the wave in the poster too yeah 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 oh no it's it's fucking cheesy as fuck um but it's constantly like you said self-referential it's constantly winking at the audience right it's constantly making fun of itself kind of thing the ridiculousness of of the original television show um Dwayne Johnson is so goddamn charismatic and they let him just play the role comedically. And it, in like it, at the end, the cre- it's got the post credit like outtakes and you can see they just had a ton of fun. They're just laughing it up. And, and cause Dwayne is so charismatic and what they've given him to work with isn't real restrictive. It doesn't seem like. And so he's allowed just to be sort of this comedic, uh, obviously, but this physical presence. And he's constantly calling Zach, Zach Efron like baby gap and like just making fun of, of his age, basically just calling him like young, right? And it's, it's throughout the entire movie. It's absolutely hilarious. It never gets old. It's, it's, I don't know why it's so goddamn funny. Um, so we have that, that dynamic between the two and just the leading charis, charisma of the rock is really is, is the strength of the movie. It was perfect casting for that role. Right. Uh, the, the, the screenplay is, is as you would expect cheesy and ridiculous. And, you know, it has this woman villain that is, uh, yeah, I'm you know, right now. Yeah. She's, her. yeah, she's easy on eyes too, for sure. Don't get me wrong. Um, but she's kind of like this, like bad bond villain kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. who's taking over the bay I think it's more or less portraying like Santa Monica kind of thing. Um, you know, Santa Monica and at Venice kind of thing, but they don't ever say it. Um, but uh, no, I have a lot of fun with this. I could rewatch it. 
I I struggle with giving it a Slater, even though I rewatch it because ultimately it's really not that good of a movie. It's kind of a guilty pleasure. So I'm going to give it a really high dollar. I um, buy that for a dollar. But yeah, this is one of those movies I could just watch. I mean, obviously from the eye candy standpoint is, is, is fun, but a lot of the jokes just hit. I mean, there's a lot of jokes, right? They throw a lot of shit at the wall and not everything hits. Um, but for an hour and 50 minutes, a lot of it does. And so you can kind of, yeah, some of the plot is kind of forgettable and, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, yeah that's right. You know, and, and the, the the villain has her henchmen that are as almost as physically imposing as, as Dwayne Johnson. And, you know, they have uh, they ripped off bad boys with the they're in the morgue and Zach is grossed out by the dead people. And, you know, there's definitely some some sampling and ripping off of other movies. Um, but it, it's just done well enough where it when you to take all those you know pieces of the puzzle and, and apply them. Um, it just ends up being a lot of fun. So, yeah, like it's a high dollar for me. If Efron had his shirt through the whole movie off, would you have given it a slave? Well, it just was like he is – that was a major like – you know, that's like when Christian Bale did the machinist. Hold and still. Then, <laughs> <laughs> that's like when Christian Bale does the machinist. And then a year later, he gains 50 pounds of fucking muscle to be Batman. Now, I'm sure Zach was pretty, you know, in shape before this movie, but he got ripped. And then they essentially downplayed the majority of the movie. He's wearing a shirt. He's, you know, they don't this talk is about Reed's it. This easily favorite episode already so far. <laughs> Does he a big Zach Efron fan? I don't remember. Can you kidding me? Or if I was the cast of his Wolverine, he won't stop talking about him. Oh, that's right. That's right. He can do it. He's, 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 he's short. That's the thing. He's not very tall. Um, right. Wolverine. Yeah. Is short. Oh, good point. Good point. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, good times. All right. Cool. Well, there you go. What else did I have on my list here? Let's see. What? Yeah, Maniac Cop. This was on Shutter. I've been wanting to watch this for like the longest time. I always saw the title. Always heard about it. Like, you know what? I'm going to finally watch it. They got all three on Shutter. I'm going to watch it. Directed by William Lustig. Written by Larry Cohen. You know William Lustig? That name sound familiar? No. Uh, he worked on uh, Dark. He's, he's done a lot of, like, uh, you see, he did a lot of producing, too. He's got Tom, Ma- Tom Atkinson. This That's one. right. Uh-huh. Bruce Campbell's in this one too. Yeah, interesting. This is another one that spawned a bunch of sequels, right? Mm -hmm. But Robert Zadar is the maniac. Yeah, if you see him, remember from Tango and Cash? Yeah, you you broke that jaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We just see him like in the dark, in in darkness, just shooting up like just things shooting up bad guys, but he's shooting up everybody. Like, what the hell's going on? And uh, Bruce Campbell. he gets. Um, they think he's the one to do it. They think he's the maniac cop. So he's like on the run, trying to protect his name. Lorraine Lang, Lorraine he's having an affair with because Bruce Campbell's married, and um, uh, ends up his wife follows Bruce Campbell to a hotel, confronts him, takes off, and when she takes off, she gets killed. So obviously Bruce Campbell gets uh, he gets uh, blamed for it. Richard Roundtree plays the commissioner, which he's great. 
and Tom Atkins playing the cop, Frank McCray, and he's fucking fantastic. Tom Atkins in the fucking trench coat playing a cop. He's just made for that role. And he's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, it's not too long, dude. It just, like, gets right into it. Doesn't waste any time. Action, crime, horror, like a really cool genre, you know? A killer dressed in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people in the streets of New York City. And that's it. So people are like, hey, man, you can't trust the cops, right? And they got, like, all these interviews, like, civilians talking about it. Like, well, not too far stretched from right now, right? From, you know, mm. way, way back when, which was kind of scary. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see Bruce Campbell and not, you know, covered in blood and, like, you know, fighting out demons. Uh, it was cool. So another really funny story, too. The girl that plays uh, Teresa Mallory, we were at a signing one time, and she was there. And my buddy Scott had the album, the soundtrack for uh, Maniac Cop. So she's like, oh, yeah, sign it. Signed your name on it. And she's like, you want me to kiss it? And he's like, sure. She plants her lips right on it. And she's like, hold on. Let me put some more lipstick. It, it's, it, it's, uh, it stays on the album better on the cover. Does that. Then she grabs him and pulls him in. She plants one right on his fucking mouth. There <laughs> I'm, you go. I'm like, whoa. I didn't have it on video for some fucking reason. I went back and looked. I didn't have it. I was like, god damn it. But every time I see her, I'm like, hey, she fucking made up my buddy Scott. <laughs> that was funny. She's all right. I've never seen anything else. I just remember her like being super like trying to hold on to her, her youth. You know, she had like the, the tiny waist with the big boobs sticking out and bright blonde hair. And you could tell she had some work done, you know. Mm. Um, but she was super nice. I and mean, like I said, and Scott absolutely loved her. You know, <laughs> I can <he> not. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I was cur- I'm curious to see the, the sequel. There's one fucking stunt. Uh, you can probably look it up on YouTube uh, towards the end with the big like. You know the big, like, um, big, huge van, like SWAT vans, like the one that uh, um, Arnold and Sarah and, and John are in the car when when T one thousand. Oh yeah, chase them yeah. Like those one big ass miracle. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's one of those. It's hauling ass to like, the end of the pier, and Bruce Campbell's character's hanging on the side of it. But this fucking stunt guy, man, fucking a slater for this motherfucking stunt dude. He goes flipping, but he kind of flips backwards, and the car looks like it's about to land on him. This shit looks insane. Um. And I love, and you know, I love me some practical effects. I love seeing yeah. an actual vehicle go in the water, and uh, and this dude's fucking flying right next to it. It looks awesome. I mean, that caught me off guard. I'm like, whoa! I'm like, man, this guy, whoever that guy was, shout out to Bruce Campbell's stuff. Is this beautiful. the ending scene? I'm, I think I'm watching. Yeah, see, they might already, they might have it just for that scene alone, man. I'm telling you, that shit's fucking insane. Um, but yeah, dude, it was a good time. It's Tom Atkins, fucking great, and, and uh, I like the jumping of the cop cars. Oh, dude, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Like I said, man, oh, you know what they got, too? It fucking was amazing. Some goddamn squibs. Old school squibs, Oh, man. old school squibs. People were getting shot up, man. Oh, love it, you know? People would get flown and blown away. So, yeah. I mean, a cop, yeah, I'm buying it for a dollar. I'm I'd buy that for a dollar. So, what else, what else you got, Harley? That's it. I got nothing. Okay. I'm watching, I'm watching this scene. Oh, there you go. The car chase scene. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's nuts. So, um, 2020 hasn't been really much, you know, it's been really shitty, sh- shitty year. Um, I want to, I want to say this movie, if it says 2020 movie, but I want to say they filmed it during this time right now because it's super simple. It's 57 minutes, it's a horror movie, shutter original, six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via Zoom during lockdown. But they get far more than they bargain for as things quickly go wrong when the evil spirit starts invading their So it's crazy. Like I said, it's not too long. It's all done kind of like unfriended and like um, it's all through the computer. Like you're just looking at computer screens. 
and when somebody moves they pick up the laptop and they move around like that so it's all doing like a zoom call um and i want i don't know if it's the first movie that was filmed during this pandemic uh but they do mention it and they like i said they can't go anywhere and uh and this shit just starts happening to them when they fuck around um uh, things start to freeze up. Shit has what happened in the background. Dude, for 57 minutes, for like it being super short, it was effective, man. It was really cool. Like I said, um, uh, like the friends, you just kind of believe they're talking. One's kind of like being skeptic. You know, you always got skeptic. You got the one guy who's, uh, just kind of drunk, so to having a good time. And, uh, and, and, um, the, the medium's telling, hey, just whatever you do, just take it seriously. So the moment they don't, you know, shit's about to go down and it does. And it was just kind of interesting. Like I said, cool take where it's just film you're just watching the computer monitor and you see like six screens and whoever's talking it keeps going to them and uh yeah it's pretty effective i thought it was pretty cool uh rob savage directed it and i guess he wrote it too and i think the actresses use their real name yeah they all did that's what's kind of neat like they're like hey let's just make a movie real quick and didn't really need that much of a budget they all filmed in their house just kind of like the clips and the edit i don't know because I'm looking at all their names. They all played themselves, which is kind of funny. So I, I, I wanted, I'm hoping, you know, like I said, it was filmed during this pandemic. But, uh, yeah, pretty neat. So I, um, I'm i buying this for a dollar as well. I'd buy that for a dollar. 57 minutes. You're like, you know, it's like, dude, just tell your story and get out. It's great, you know. Um, speaking of short stories, um, on IMDb, they keep announcing this movie directed by Damien Chazelle of um, Whiplash and La La Land fame. The stunt double. It was filmed all on the iPhone 11 Pro, and it's filmed vertically, and it's fucking crazy. It's it's just like you know, I turn my phone uh, that way, and it was still nope. You gotta watch it vertical. And it was a trip. It was like I thought it was um one of those movies from Quibi. I don't know if Quibi does the same thing where they just everything's vertical. And it's only like two three minutes, but this was like the, like a short movie about a stunt double, and uh, he's going through all these different movies, and it, it was it was kind of neat, kind of cool, and. Like they, the way they just filmed it in uh, vertical on a fucking phone, so it's just kind of neat. Um, I like that too. I thought, it, like I said, it was really cool. Twenty twenty stunt double. Let's see. Yeah, a journey through That's cinema history is reimagined for the vertical screen in Damien Chazelle's stunt double. A short film shot on a iPhone 11 Pro. Watch as classic genres get flipped. So you see him as a cowboy. You see him as you know, a different stunts, and it's just pretty neat. Like if you watch some of the clips, man. It's really cool. I just uh, I dug it, man. It was only like I said eight minutes. Uh, I think I saw, well, I'm not sure if IMDb took me to my Apple TV or if it did it from there, but, um, on my phone, it's easy, it just popped up. I'm sure you can find it. Yeah, it's just a really short, you know, kind of one, it's like one of those, like, little shorts you would see, like a little Pixar short before their movie, you know, it's, uh, it's only nine minutes, and it was, it was cool, man, I dug it. The Stunt Double, 2020, shot on the iPhone, buy it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Right on, right on. Like I said, yeah, man. Vertical cinema, like right after it ended, that's what it was called. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I see it on YouTube. Yeah. And you think like things will be get, will be limiting, you know, you can film some stuff, but it's got three lenses on the camera, so you can like the focus from somebody in perspective from front back and I don't know, it just works. I'm sure there's features on how they did it. I think at the end, that's right. At the end, there was like features on how they made it. Mm-hmm. Really interested in checking it out. Oh, there's a silent film version where they're shooting like a low frame rate silent film. Yeah, it goes from there. Yeah, and then it switches to like a different. Mm-hmm. 
different uh, roles that he's doing. Pretty cool. Right on. So let's see. I think. Uh, I think we're ready. Did you do Peter Butter, yeah, Peanut Butter Falcon already? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. That was our movie for the Saturday night screening. Thank you. Um, I wanted to choose something that'd be family friendly, people would like. A lot of people had never even heard of it. I thought you already it. watched this one just recently, right? Well, it came out last year, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think um, you already reviewed it once before. Yeah, I mean, you can. I won't be long. Yeah, no, no it was no, just no. funny because um, you try to explain like, hey, wait, what are we watching? <laughs> and you send in the text form, you're like, you know what, fuck, and everyone's like, what? So I, I immediately send the trailer right after that. I'm like, okay, well, you got to see what it's about because if I just send the name, forget it. It's not gonna, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this movie held up great, man. It's so sweet, it's so much fun. Uh, I love everyone in it. They're just—it's a fucking Slater. It was a Slater then, it's still a Slater now. That was a fucking movie. Wow, nice. Yeah, I adore it. It's so good. So let's see. Yeah, I remember you liking it when you watched it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Mick Foley and uh, Jake the Snake cameos too. Didn't didn't we all see it? Because I know I watched it. I didn't mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, I made the homework. I'm pretty sure I did. I didn't see it. Tony remembers. Yeah. You didn't see it? Mm-mm. No. Is that homework in Tony remember? Huh. Yeah, is it possible that you just saw it, Tony? It's possible. There's lots of uh, there's yeah. lots of times I've gotten drunk. And put on movies, <laughs> and I don't remember watching them until later. No, I didn't see this one. No, you're right. I remember yeah. seeing the trailer to it, going like, "Oh, that looks interesting." Fonzo but watched it, uh, reviewed it on episode 475. Okay. Yeah, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime right now. People, y'all want to watch it? Nice. Right on. Yeah. All right, man. Let's see. Let's uh, think it's homework time. You got the homework, Larry? <laughs> Aloha. Kerry Hiroiki Tagawa. You're listening to Bad Boys Podcast. Your soul There you go. That was for you, Bear. Uh, Evan and uh, Bear were having a lovely conversation on Discord. That's right. If you're not on Discord yet, you know, find us on Discord. We're right there. Lovely conversation. Couple topics on there. Uh, general. What else is there? Tony spoilers, trailers, uh-huh. random rants, and something else. I'm missing, right? Requests. Requests. That's right. Yeah. yeah so you know, if you're not on, um, Rare doesn't have Ryan doesn't have a messenger. So if you want to talk to Ryan? Hit, you can find him on Discord. He'll be there. Um, now we're mostly on Messenger, but yeah. But that reminds me too, Tony, really quick. Um, we had some. Um, Started putting some stuff on Facebook, seeing if we get a little traction on there, and people were responding, which that was pretty neat. Um, let me go on here real quick. Just want to give a shout out to Eddie Ramirez for commenting on Copland. Um, he said it's one of his top tens of all time. So wow. I'm like, well, there you go. He said, I watch this movie a few times a year. It's a classic for me. I'm like, right on. So cool. I want to give Eddie a shout out for the post there. And people liking it. Um, so, so, I put a fun like just like um, ice cream of like horror movie icons as ice cream 
and, and got some people commenting on those too. And then we were linked for some other one for a podcast magazine, Hot 50 Charts. Um, the Bad Boys Podcast needs your help. Shane, Darren, and Andrew, fucking jabronis, little podcast that gets produced every day is getting noticed with over 100,000 case subscribers now. But we want to spread the word about how the show and there's where you come in. Jump on the link below and enter the Bad Boys as the number one show on podcast magazine. Imagine if they vote for ours and not there. We end up winning that award. The podcast magazine. So thanks for your support of the Bad Boys. So somehow we got linked. So when they put in Bad Boys podcast, ours came up. It's mm. fucking funny as hell. But then they have a link to theirs. It says Bad Boys podcast. So I said that was kind of funny. I'll put that. There's one more too. What's that one? What's your friend Arcelli? Arley? Who? Arcelli? Oh, Denal's old roommate? No. No, that was that was Arcel. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was just a fun little popsicle with like uh Freddie, Jake, you know, all the horror icons as like ice cream. And then uh yeah, you some people commentating um on it too. So I was, you know, people were asking what was their favorites. It was funny because one, one girl, Samantha Don, she put Captain Spaulding. And the, if you remember, there's that scene in Devil's Rejects where they're having ice cream, you know, a baby wants to stop to get ice cream. And Bill Moe's like, no, Otis is like, fuck that. We're not stopping. And, and Spaulding's like, come on, let's get some Rudy Tootie, you know, Tootie fucking Fruity. And I found a gift of him eating ice cream. So I thought that was perfect. So I mm. um, just wanted to shout out. Does anyone know Samantha? Because she commented on two of her posts. Does anybody know? No. No? Okay. Want to shout her out if she does listen. So thanks for posting. Or, you know, liking posting. Samantha Dawn, Bad Boys Podcast. I mean, I don't just want to spread some love. People commenting on Facebook. We are on there as well. So like I said, Discord. You can find us on Discord, Twitter, Facebook. But mostly we're all, mostly, mostly Messenger. But um, yeah, I just figured, hey, if anyone's going to comment on there, let's, uh, let's show them some love. Oh, it uh, looks like friend of. Um, my sisters, maybe? Mutual friend oh. of Jacoby. Oh, okay. Right on. Cool. I don't know how you found us, but hey, if you're listening, thanks. All right. So, without any further ado, let's see. So, the homework was by the boy. There he is, the bear. Which, yeah. Hopefully, Harley, you all, we can talk. You can be on the show when he's on, too. <laughs> yeah, I'd love it. Um, I don't know if you have that sounder, Tony, that video clip. Yeah, I can. I remember what clip I have. If you can't find it, we can do another time. So did, he, did, did, he, uh-huh. did he talk about Copland the first, the first time yes. he was on? Uh-huh. Okay. I remember somebody talking about Copland on the show saying, like, it's kind of their, like, a cult classic for them. And yeah. so when I saw his homework, I thought, oh, I bet you that was him because – um, no, yeah. had on his, uh, I assigned it. Yeah, I, I had it in my back pocket, and it was just a perfect time to assign it. Yeah, yeah. I, I had remember seeing this kind of like once before a long time ago, um, but not remembering much of it. So, gotcha. um, some of the beats Wait. I remembered watching it, but um, it was essentially a homework too. So yeah, worked out fine. So yeah, he had given us two options: the King of Staten Island or this one. And since Harley didn't vote. Um, the short history of the long road one. I thought you watched the other one too. What's that? I thought you had already seen the other one. 
I had already seen it. That's why I didn't yeah, think it did. Yeah. So, yeah, so you sent me this. Is this your homework, Larry? How much of that did you want to... Oh, he goes on for a while. It's pretty good. Is this your homework, Larry? Look, man. Dude, it... please. Is this your homework, Larry? Just ask him about Call the car. Call Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Set your car out front. Is this your homework, Larry? We know it's his fucking homework. Where's the fucking money, you little brat? Right there. That's what's up. I was thinking, since he says it four times, right? What yeah. does he say five times? I, I don't know. That was four or five. <laughs> Do I need to... Want me to rewind it so we can count? No, no. I was thinking, I go, if he says it five times, we have five contestants, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So instead of him saying Larry, it could be the contestants. Oh, oh, you want me to chop it up and edit it for to all that? Yeah, that, that's, that's you're gonna hear that like maybe next year. That's that's. Yeah, gonna, I was gonna say that's some work, but it's a good idea. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, no, I just I just saw that. I just looked up homework lines in movies, and that one came up, and I'm nice. like, oh my god, that one's perfect. <laughs> keeps getting more mad and mad. That's a good one. Because he has that line too in the movies, like. Does anybody give a fuck about the rules anymore? <laughs> it's so good. But I looked up extra credit. Nothing. Right? No. Oh, it was the worst. Getting anything for extra credit was unbelievably hard. I was like, why was that so hard? Like, Lebowski was the very first one. <laughs> extra credit, I could not find anything. Oh, God, that was tough. So, but yeah, I just thought that was fun, you know? Yeah, that's so a good one. Kind of, yeah. So, yeah, Tony, you start up, man. You let us know what you thought of this movie because, uh, you ain't said much yet. Yeah, I was enjoying that. Um, right. <laughs> Short history of the long road. Um, I think Ryan picked it because it had some good reviews or something. It was making the circuits. A teenager has to confront the reality of life on the road after tragedy strikes. Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, it was... I remember I paused it after something big happened. I was like, oh, finally something big happened. And I was like, oh, only 17 minutes have passed. It was a slow start. Like, it started off pretty slow for me. Um, it just felt like forever uh, for, for the, 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 the main driver of the plot to finally happen. But it only happened within, like, the first 20 minutes. So I was like, okay. Uh, and then and then, and then then I was in. Like, I, I was... I was uh, I was, uh, I guess I was interested in, in her story. Um, she isn't very charismatic and it's, it, she's a teenager, you know, so she's got her teenager issues. Uh, and it's not, uh, you know, we're, we're old fucks and we like, we don't have any, don't have any patience for teenagers. Man. What's that? Like, it's it like you're watching your wife on screen. Yeah. Just man. I was like, home, hell, I already have to deal with this once. Um, but uh, it, it, it's a cool but uh, like point of view of being a, a nomad, you know, uh, just traveling, living, living on the road, and not not having not calling any place home. Uh, so it was kind of it was kind of an interesting look, you know, from that that perspective. Um, it's one of those uh, it's kind of like it drops that idea out there, and there's enough downtime in between plot points where you can let your mind wander and think about the different ideas that they're putting on the table type thing. Um, 
which I mean, isn't saying a lot because that means that there's parts of the movie that aren't holding my attention enough. <laughs> you know, it's not entertaining me enough. Uh, but in the end, it, there were some times, I, I guess at the end, I wasn't mad. I, w- I wasn't mad. And so I was like, all right, that's, that's all right. Uh, I, I, it was very easy to get pissed off at this, at this chick. Like, so some of the decisions she makes, like, so one guy points out, um, like she's, she starts siphoning some guy's gas out because, you know, she's living on the road. Um, and then just, and, and he points out, you're, you're taking advantage of honest people's work. Like you're stealing from people, like innocent people. Like the, the, you need to fix that. And it's like, yeah, bitch, <laughs> stop doing that shit. Uh, but at the, at the, at the it, like, at the end, I wasn't too upset with her. It's a, it, 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 there were times where it was like, cause I didn't really know what was going to happen. I, I didn't watch a trailer. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even read the synopsis. Um, it was like, is this going to turn, but is this going to turn bad? Is this going to be one of those, you know, it, it's going to turn ugly real quick, but it wasn't, it was definitely just a, a drama, straight up drama, uh, has some wholesomeness in it and has some, you know, some tragedy in it. Um, and there's a small little character arc, so it's, it's all right. Gets my dollar. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Movie is chugging along slow with that damn vehicle she was driving. Oh, yeah. Volkswagen Westphalia, yeah. Westphalia. Yeah. yeah, you're my boy Ryan, man. But you're talking about Copland, you're talking about other movies that you give us. This movie, come on, bro. Come on, man. It starts off all right, you know. The fucking uh, fancy schmancy fucking cinematography, you know, long shots. You know, what do I always say? Um, what I used to say back in the day. I don't know. Pay attention. Um, artsy fartsy. That's <laughs> oh, very artsy fartsy. I didn't um, think I didn't think they was that artsy fartsy. I mean, it was pretty straightforward. Like there wasn't any weird camera from a cinematography standpoint. It was pretty straightforward. There wasn't anything over the top. Um. So I guess I would argue with you that it wasn't artsy fartsy. That's fine. You can do that. Yeah. Just fartsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should have added more Trejo. Should have brought Trejo in the beginning. Even my boy Trejo wasn't enough to save this movie for me, man. I just nothing really happens, man. It's just dragging along, right? Like, like you said, Tony, she's not very charismatic, right? Um, mm-hmm. Something that happened, like you said, it's like it's only an hour and thirty minutes, but it felt way longer. You know, like, what's fault is that? Screenplay? Act like nothing happened. What's going on, right? Like, are we going to get something to happen? You know, um, you know something tragic happens to her, we get it, you know. Um, and she meets another character that's kind of going through the same thing, but it's like, just moves really slow. And then we get the, the, the church lady wants to help her, and then she gives us really rude to her. It's like, what is this? Like, this is a weird side plot. We're going to get some with this lady. What's going on? Um, like I was when my name when we finished it, she was like, you know, I wasn't too bad. I mean, like I liked it. I'm like, yeah, but would you recommend it to someone? Like, would you say, hey, like, did you like it enough to go, oh, maybe you should watch this? Or if somebody asks you, hey, did you watch that? And it was, what's your first reaction? You're like, and then even name goes, yeah. Like, see, the fact that you just went, it took you that long to answer. Normally, I go, what about Peter Butter talking? She goes, oh yeah, I would totally recommend it. I mean, so there's a difference. See, you actually love something, or you should like, eh. And this one, I'm like, it was okay. It wasn't like. Yeah, yeah. Like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but it still wasn't, you know, it wasn't like entertaining enough to be like, oh man, this one, you know. 
I would recommend this or tell other people to see it because there's not really anything to enjoy or to like or even or even like a message. I remember at the end, I was like, if she would have apologized to Trejo, I was like, my boy, he he, like she did him wrong, and she didn't apologize, and he just like let it slide. I'm like, no, that's the wrong message. Like if that if that one thing, if she would have had said two fucking words, I'm sorry. Then, uh, then I would be hard. like, okay, the message that the movie's putting out there is 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 okay, but, uh, but she, 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 she was she was entitled. She's like, right? I'm like, she she's an entitled teenager, and she got away with it. And I was like, fuck, that's that. That's a sour taste. That she's entitled. Like, <laughs> what's that? You're like, she's you call her entitled, but what does she have? <laughs> well, that's, right. She doesn't have anything. Then, but yeah. the, the little she's that entitled. she she does take, you know, she takes, you know, with with like. No, no remorse. Like she's like, just, just she just did it. She just, you know. I, I think it's important to remind yourself that she is, she has not been raised in the same environment you and I have. She sure, but you can raise someone in that environment road. and still respect people's property. Oh no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're she, absolutely she, right. Did he teach her manners? Well, she did. He did. And if you. It, at the very beginning, obviously, you know, the Stephen Hogg, which is funny because I'm watching a movie and I'm like, this is the dude from Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Trevor? Yeah. yeah. So, he does a voice? Yeah, it's him. It's the same actor who does the voice. You didn't recognize that? Oh, shit. That's no way. Funny. Yeah, that it's him. So, anyways, he educates so her. So, she's not an idiot, right? Right, right. Like, she's smart. It's, it's part of the screenplay that he's he's homeschooling her essentially. Right. I mean, obviously it's, it's, um, uh, non-traditional methods and you can argue against that. And, and she's certainly not socialized like a normal, you know, a normal kid is. And it's interesting because we're, some of that is happening now with the pandemic, right? It's like, you know, my poor kid hasn't got to hang out with her friends really. And, you know, fucking four five, six months now, she's not going to go back to school until, you know, something changes. So, it's an interesting um, dilemma, so to speak. Um, I I would tend to agree that the Sabrina Carpenter, the actress, is twenty one years old. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't know what how old she was. She's supposed to be young. Obviously, they reference it. Everybody can re- recognizes that she's not old enough to drive, or she shouldn't be old enough to drive. Obviously, Dad has taught her how to drive. They probably have driven the the old VW a dozen times. It's a stick shift. Um, she, you know, she doesn't look much older than my 12 year old. So she's probably not much older than supposed to be 14, 15, something like that. Um, you know, whether she's 21 in real life or not, she does not, she's not portraying playing that. And, And I'm sure they left it, you know, sort of vague. Um, because if you live on the road, what does it matter? Kind of thing. They're, you know, that's, you know, she's not in a typical grade. She's, you know, nothing, everything is different. Um, and so I, I think I gave the movie a little bit of a pass um, because um, maybe I have a little bit more imp- empathy or, or sympathy for sort of living on the road. You know, we were just gone for a week and a half and, and we've gone on these road trips a couple times now and, it, it, it can definitely take you out of your normal routine. Um, and for me, while I, I see 
the critical standpoint where it's kind of slow. There's not a whole lot that happens. Um, for me, it was interesting enough to to watch her find her way. She is not prepared for what happens. Um, it feels a little forced how quickly. I, I you could probably spoil that. I don't I don't see it happen so quickly in the movie. Um, you know, it's it's the uh, IMDb plot says. Uh, a teenager has to confront the reality of life on the road after tragedy strikes. You, there's there's some subtle scenes where, and if you're tuned out, you're tuned out. And, you know, it's throughout the movie. There's some subtle scenes that points out she's really not 100% on board with this yeah. mobile yeah. life, right? She 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 looks at she looks at the the girls at the bowling alley taking selfies and. You know, and he, of course, makes fun of them. But, you know, he's he's a 50-year-old or 45-year-old man who's got insight insight into that. Um, and so, but she's young. She's naive. She doesn't know the difference, you know. Um, kids, the kids would gladly go to school even if a pandemic was, you know, killing a percentage of Americans. They don't fucking care. They're, they're, they're oblivious to that. That's why they have parents, right? Well, she doesn't. So she's now... She's now this sort of like on her own trying to find her way. And, she, and and we get that sort of traditional kind of we've seen that we've seen some of these cliches where people kind of take them under their wing and they kind of take advantage of it. You know, the kind of characters kind of come and go. You have the religious element where, you know, they, they want to convert her to Christianity. And, and of course, the second she does something sort of non non-family they it immediately burns her and and so she just moves on right and then the big the big plot reveal or not the big plot reveal but the big plot story is that she doesn't have a mom her mom is sort of out there but sort of the idea is that her mom kind of abandoned her at least it's the story that non-specific story that her dad has told her and she finally gets to meet her mom and it's not quite what she expected. And so there's like you were saying, there's kind of this letdown. It's kind of like, well, what what now? Like, And so the movie kind of has this ambiguous ending where you're kind of like, I don't know. Whoa. It's not really a happy ending. It's not really a sad ending. But, you know, is, is, this, is this young woman going to make it on her own? Probably, simply because she doesn't have... She doesn't have a lot of means, but she doesn't have a lot of necessity either. She, you know, sleeps in a van or sleeps in, you know, if you want to be homeless, you know, we see that. We see travelers that, that I see them all the time up here in, in Siskiyou County. They go up to the mountain and they sleep in vans. I, I'm surrounded by people like this. Um, you know, they don't have jobs. They, they sort of, you know, kind of just maybe do odd jobs here and there. Um, but they obviously have very little cost of living, so to speak. They essentially live on off handouts from strangers. So, so I, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, real life can be a, a little boring and monotonous. And, and her experience is it, it's not a, a big over-the-top, she gets bit by a fucking spider and turns into a superhero kind of thing. And so, yeah, it can be a bit of a letdown, um, because it's sort of just this kind of character drama piece. And I would tend to 
tend to agree that I, I, I don't think the, the lead character here, and she's on the screen for the entire hour and a half, she's not the, the most talented actress of all time. Her character doesn't necessarily have to be because she's kind of void of a personality. She's never been able to really develop one. She's your lead, man. She's leading. I know you're right. But this is where I kind of go back to Tony. She's not supposed to. She's not supposed to be this character that you have tons of feeling for because well, maybe not tons of feeling for you get you have to empathize with no but you have to, you have to be in their corner you have to you want you want to root you have to root for her. yeah root for and she's it's I tell and you she's what, borderline man, I, got a I got i got and like one left me like they're kind of hard to root for they could be yeah. jerks sometimes like you know it's like you're not my real dad bullshit right. kind of thing yeah. you know that's so, married one he knows <laughs> Does Laney tell you you're not my real dad? <laughs> so I think I was a little more forgiving with the film. We watched it as a family. And, and one of the interesting things was the entire movie. Did Matthew like Charlie's Angels more than this one? Yes, of course. That's my case. Um, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's a better movie. Um, the entire movie takes place in New Mexico. And it's all the old stomping grounds of Chris. So Albuquerque, she's in Las Cruces, which is a border town down in New Mexico. Um, and Chris was like, I know that. That's why Sands. I've been there. That's where we want to go. It's like, so for her, it was kind of the sentimental because it showed all these like sort of place, sort of geographic locations that she's familiar with uh, being from New Mexico. So that was kind of interesting. I wonder if the, the writer director had some connection with New Mexico. So, um, so I enjoyed the movie. Um, I, I, I have a little more empathy for the, the, the life on the road aspect. There's a lot of people that do it, that RV full time, that they have means they're not broke. You know, they, these, these two clowns were, you know, they're essentially homeless kind of thing um, out of choice kind of thing. And, and there's, there's a lot of people, thousands and, or tens of thousands of people that live on the road. And, and, you know, in America, the, from a geographic standpoint, it's so big, you could travel the whole country for your whole life and, and, you know, go to different towns, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that was appealing to dad and she didn't really have a say in it, but it's not that hard to brainwash your kid. And that's more or less what he succeeded in doing. And when the going got tough, that's what she resorted to. She didn't know anything better. So for me, it felt, I guess the movie kind of felt authentic in the sense of like, I could see this being sort of a thing. And so for me, it was easier for me to sort of watch it and be empathetic with the character and the characters because that's, kind of what I think it would be like. So, for me, ultimately you got a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar! Waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Alright. So, uh, let's let's figure out some points here, because... Um... Right. Where's your calculator? Let's let's give give your give your time to or buy some time to find the numbers as we play the intro song. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? 
with your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. So, um, if y'all remember, Reed had the big, uh, the big mishap. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. Can you remind everybody? Again? Yeah. So he gambled forty and a half points and lost forty and a half points. Oh. So uh, yeah, he's got one. That's all right. Donaldo's not far behind with twenty-two. <laughs> uh, Art only has thirty-six. Angie has forty-six and a half. But the big winner was Evan last week, gambled big, and has 61 and a half points. All right. So that was the week before last. So uh, the Prophecy and Fright Night. All right. So uh, for the the homework, which was the Prophecy. Prophecy, right. Uh, Reed, he, he got an accent and two points. So he got three points. Okay. Evan got four points. Okay. Art got one. Okay. Angie got four. Oh. And Donaldo got two. Okay. What about Fright Night? So for the extra credit, we've got Did you. You got you got to play my my. Yeah, clips, yeah, okay? yeah. They they, they came cool. in. Yep. Oh. Uh, Reed he got a double down somewhere and he ended up with five points. Okay. Evan, Somebody gambled. Uh, yeah, just they, they doubled down on on a Slater. Oh, okay. For for Fonzo Slater. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Evan got three points. Okay. Art got five points. Oh wow. Angie got two. Okay. And Donaldo got zero. So Donaldo has twenty four. So Evan had seven. So that would be sixty-eight and a half points. Reed scored eight. He had one, so he's got nine. Art had thirty-six and scored six. So thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, Angie scored six, had 46, so that's, what, 52 and a half? 52.5. Okay. No half points? No. Okay. So uh, Reed's got nine. D's got 24. Uh, Art has 42. Angie has 52 and a half. But Evan's still the big leader with 68 and a half. Nice. Okay. And we That was the wrong button to push. That was the button that played. <laughs> All That's of the them. button that says do not push this button. <laughs> uh, I've never used, and this is this is what I get for clicking something that I've never clicked before while we're recording. <laughs> you know, uh, on the right-click menu, there's an add to VLC Media Player's playlist. Mm. I was like, oh. huh, 
what if I just throw them all into a playlist and then I could just <laughs> nope that didn't work it, it played them all playing. it played them all at the same time all at once yeah <laughs> now you know what happens now we know us and uh, everyone listening alright here we go first call Hey, what's up, bad boys? This is your homeboy, Art, calling in with this week's pick. But first, I got a question. Uh, obviously, you guys had the bear last week. He was uh, awesome. You know, two-time, uh, second time being on the show. Great, great guest, and uh, I hope to see him again down the road. Long, long time ago, far away, but I'm just messing with you. But I'm just curious, is there some sort of contract, uh, contractual obligation to have some white boy on each time? We've had the bear. We've had uh, Scott. And uh, I'm just curious, uh, when Harley's out, is like, does he insist on there being a white boy taking his, his place? <laughs> he doesn't want, uh, you already have enough. Uh, it's, in, it's in his contract. He can only substitute those light skin. I'm fresh out of honkies. <laughs> I think we already have enough uh, ethnic diversity with Fonzo being Hispanic and uh, MCP being Filipino. So I'm curious if he's just like, he thinks it's white boy day and has a fill up a white boy. Just curious if you can answer that. But other than that, uh, hey, the all bears lives matter, Harley. Man. All lives, all lives matter. Just saying. You messed up again. Pick the long story of the short road, man. This is a white fucking people movie right here. What kind of parent takes his fucking kid out of school and just drives him around in some shitty ass van? I don't know. I was getting off this trailer, and I assume he dies. <laughs> Spoiler alert: I assume he dies, but that's in the trailer. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this movie. It was like one of those coming-of-age stories, you know? Yeah. So very serious teenagers, angsty, doesn't know what to do with their life. So I'm going to say, fucking, I'm going to say MCP. He can go with his boy there. I'm going to say he gives a dollar. I'm going to say Harley. Uh, I'm going to say Harley gives it a waste of time. And I'm going to say my man, Fonzo, gives it a waste of time. Yes, sir. Extra. Nope, no betting. So he, you, did get, you did get a dollar, right? Yep. Okay, so he does get a dollar. Or he gets one point. He gets two, doesn't he? Because he got Fonzo's waist. Oh, that's right. Good point. Sorry. Sorry, Art. I wasn't trying to cheat you because you're another Mexican. Um, I mean, I'll do it because you're a Mexican. But I didn't this time. All right, next. Hi, guys. I'm uh, calling in for the homework. And I'm trying to call in the middle of my garage and the fucking neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Marge, Simpson cursing. I'm there. Yes. Right at our Marge. Wow. Kids are all crazy, so I can hear them through the damn wall. So usually it's my kids, but this time it's the neighbor kids. Anyway, so I'm calling in for the homework. The short history of the long road. Long enough title, Jesus Christ. I'm going to say Fonzo's going to give it a waste of time. Yeah. MCP's going to give it a dollar, and Harley, if he's there or not, I don't know what the fuck's going on, uh, (laughs) going to give it a low dollar. And then... There it is. Damn, she just scored five points, right? Yeah. Nice. Good job. Damn. No gambling? No, she didn't gamble. Nobody does. That's a tough one. Not really. Yeah. If I ever got it right. 
Well, I mean, she got it right, but it's kind of this is kind of one it's, of those. It's hard to be confident. You give it a doll, if you know, it's be kind of a certified D movie, six point four IMDb. You know, but some people got some insight that that you're going to give it a waste of time. You know, you got boys, so it's you know can be a little difficult. No, um, it's just a boring ass movie. That's all. <laughs> no, no matter what kids are in that fucking thing. Well, well, me, me, and when you, Tony. When you rewatch it again, let me know when you watch it again. Tell me me and Tony, who live with uh, tweens, you know, we gave it a dollar. <laughs> all right. Next. Hey, bad boys, Reed here. I was going to call <laughs> about two hours ago, and ah, oh, Evan put something on the messenger, and all of a sudden I started playing around with gifts, and then forgot to call. Anyway, I'm calling now, so deal with it. Uh, Dang, Evan. Evan. <laughs> cool. Hey, Reed, how about you take it easy, pal? All right. Evan's Christ. playing the strategic game, like off, off the, off the call game, like uh-huh. fucking with a, uh, fucking with his calls. He's coming for that crown. Yeah. Um. The what do we got? The short history of the world's longest title. Um, wow, again with that joke. <laughs> wow, we haven't heard that joke before. <laughs> yeah, it's well, easy to be hit with the symbol, man. I'll really play it again for him. Give it to him. Sabrina Carpenter doing things. Uh, I've seen a lot of Girl Meets World, and she does a really good job. So, hoping oh. for big, big things in her acting career. Oh, excuse me? Did he just say big things in her rear? Whoa! I don't know, but I need you to rewind it to <laughs> find out. <laughs> he, he, first, he's like the he, short history he of things, big things in her career. Her career. I need him to replay it. Um, <laughs> we can slow it down for you, Harley. Could see Sabrina Carpenter doing things. Uh, I could see Sabrina Carpenter doing things. I agree. Big things in her rear. Uh, I've go. seen a lot. Of Girl Meets World, and she does a really good job. So, hoping for big, big things in her acting career. career. Oh, you're, you're right. Uh, he totally I said that. <laughs> totally wants big things in her rear. You're right. <laughs> um, this one's gonna be a certified Donaldo. Uh, oh, no, it's not. Yeah, I. No. I think it's gonna be fine. No. Nope. And the fact no. that it wins all sorts of awards. That it wins. Mm. So there. Mm. Um, right. Yeah, that's it. That. Uh, and I'll bet whatever I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Speaking uh, of uh, putting big things in his rear, <laughs> effing himself. You gotta, you gotta give him. I mean, you would do the same thing. I mean, he's he had nine points coming into the week. Yeah, yeah like, he's gonna, you know. It's the, there's, it's the only way you can catch up. Exactly. The or problem he, is, is his name was Hines. He didn't catch. He's up. literally run out of points to gamble. Now. <laughs> he's disqualified. Oh, he can't play man. anymore. He he's he's anymore. he's down to like you know shaking the the bottle and it's just constantly just farting, just trying to get the last bit of ketchup oh, out of it. That's the worst. Oh. That's that's what he's trying to do right now. You got that sounder, Tony? <laughs> Probably. Spoiler alert, we got no more ketchup. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
Um, so you, there was, I was listening to an old uh, podcast and you had a clown horn and they kept making me laugh for some reason. And Tony's like, I don't know why it's so funny, but I'm laughing because Father keeps laughing. <laughs> it's just a stupid clown horn. I don't know how they can, I forget what it was, but. Like an so Auga? Or the... I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, we were talking about something and circus music and now all of a sudden, you know, you play the horn, but now it's like the ketchup bottle's going to crack me up. That shit's fucking funny. Poor bastard. So where's he at now, Harley? Uh, do, do, do you really need to ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cold. So is your mama's bed. Oh. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next. What's going on, bad boys? Whew. Freaking hot. Hope he does that a lot too, cool by the way. The, the woo! <laughs> he's like, man, it's hot. He's like, man, I'm tired. What do you say? I, I just yeah. flew in and boy, my arm's tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Anyways, it's been a good weekend. I had a long weekend, but I'm here. And are you, are you, you talking about your well. weekend at all? Let us know. I'm in the show. Hey, wait, pause it, Tony. Hey, all right, here's the diversity you wanted. Here's a Salvadorian telling us about his weekend. Mm. He just joined the show, and uh, he's telling us about his weekend. History of a long road. Watched the trailer, and I noticed the guy from The Walking Dead. Interesting. And I found more interesting that Danny Trejo's in it. Something more of a serious role for him. But anyways, I'm going to say all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. You lazy motherfucker. Mm. So, yeah, that's it. Copland. Lazy ass motherfucker. Hmm. And even Ben. And, and guess what, Tony? What? Tell Harley. Hmm. Tell Harley the good news. Tony said, if Danella listened to the episode, I'll call you this <laughs> Yes, that's right. I think I remember that. So we started so, at double. We're, right, Tony, right. We, we started at triple. This last time I said, and, like, Donaldo. Just on the call, just mention that you heard us give you this offer, and we'll quadruple your points. <laughs> yeah. So now we're upping so it. Said, all you gotta do, is all you gotta do, is on your next call, mention over. this. Mention that we're that we're it's... offering quadrupling your points. No, he no, I'm not giving any more. He's done. <laughs> that was four chances right there. It's surprising that the, oh, oh, okay. that um, the other listeners haven't tipped him off to this yet. Of course not. Right. I don't want him to know. Oh no, here we go. So Donaldo, if you call in next week and you mention <laughs> this it. offer, we I'm will we will fire points. we will fire the, the shiny blue shell at the whoever's in the lead and take off ten ten of their points. There you go. Ten points from Evan. Gone. Wow. I'll give them to whoever you want. Oh, yeah. You just can't give them to yourself, but you can give them to whoever you want. You can give them to Evan. You can give them to Reed. You can give them to Art, Angie. You can give them to the other player that you don't know doesn't exist because You're you don't right, listen. <laughs> wow. Good luck. I think I'm glad we worried about it. <laughs> And since he doesn't listen, Tanala totally cheats in Madden, by the way. Don't believe the stories. Yeah. And he has a blue sticker in front of his camera phone. That's why he can take blue pictures. I think, I think that's what it is. I think it's got, like, you know, you know the peeling feeling, like when you have a, a brand new glass and some of yeah, It's a brand some, new phone. It's a brand new phone and it has that little, the, the, the sticker on it. 
and sometimes those are blue. Yeah. I think that's just on his. It's on his lens. He just never took it off. But then sometimes he takes like normal pictures, and they're always blurry. And they're always blurry. When mine's are blurry, I look at it. I look at my lens. I clean it off with my shirt. And I take retake it, and it's ten times clear. He might have. He might have a camera with multiple lenses. Like I had this. My LG has two lenses. One for what, wide. What, what's the use of the blue lens? Why would you need it? No, I, I, like one I of the lens. One is damaged or something. Yeah, yeah. The, it's um, 3D phone. The there, there, there's the only the blue one works. There's white balance. That's that's right. a thing, right? Uh, that he has it incorrectly, just hard set. So it yeah. only uh, so the white balance only looks good indoors, and right. when he's outdoors, it it fucks it up because his white balance is set for indoors. So that's one possibility. I tried sending him link on how to fix his phone. Oh, you, and, you don't, you don't know. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. Uh, 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 no, thank you. <laughs> then he has a new. Then he has a new balance to avoid a narrow path, and then he still doesn't oh, that guy. way. So, um, yeah, a red filter. You know, it's it's the purple. I mean, who knows? But this one today was bad. Yeah, the Harris one. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Do you not read? Do you not look at your picture before you send it? Like, like what? Why didn't you even send it? Just, just get, just describe where you're going. Just write where you're going. Fuck pictures anymore. Like an av- you're like in Pandora. You're like an avatar. What the fuck? Where are you? In a different planet. He's in Jupiter. Mark, right? Mars is red. Jupiter is blue. Right? We always thought, or what? He's in Uranus. That's what. <laughs> he's a he's a Doctor Manhattan's ass or whatever. Tony said long time ago. <laughs> um, All right, last call. But you don't hear listening to us anyway. So we talk shit about him all the time. Yeah. Don't even know. All right, last call. Last call. Okay, for this movie, the long, dirty, short road. This movie you watch. I didn't watch this movie, uh, but I say you are good. <laughs> Low dollar, low dollar, low dollar. Bad boys for life. Any, any, any guesses on their voice? A Russian Bond villain. Hmm. Uh, uh, you expect me to come up with a better answer than that? That's the yeah. <laughs> a Russian. I don't know. Supermodel. Awesome powers them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, same style. thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So how many points did he get? Well, he 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 gave everybody dollars. So he got the accent and the two dollars, so three points. It's good. That's a good round. Yeah. No, no gambling. No gambling. No gambling, which means he didn't cool. lose any points because yes, he would have lost points. So. So at the end of round one, Harley, where do we stand? So uh, Angie has 57 and a half. Okay. Art has 44. Mm. Uh, I'm going to skip read. <laughs> Evan has 71 and a half. Creeping, <laughs> creeping up to that 100-pointer. And uh, Donaldo has 26 with a possible infinite. <laughs> if he were to quadruple, what would he have been at? Well, he would have got uh, eight points instead of two. So, 
Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Grab this guy. Super hey, he, just, he obviously doesn't. He's got a girl. He doesn't listen. When he's driving, he gets time to listen. I talked to him, not me. He obviously is, um, you know, it's not that important to him. <laughs> it's not. So, Copland. All right. What's that? I said, so Copland. Nice segue. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I signed this because Ryan talked about it um, when he first guest uh, substituted uh, for Harley. <laughs> um, 1997. It's got bunch of bunch of known actors. Uh, sheriff of a suburban New Jersey community, populated with populated by New York City police officers, slowly discovers the town as a front for mob connections and corruption. Yeah, who'd have thunk? That uh, old chestnut. Uh-huh. But yeah, but Sylvester Stallone, Harvey Keitel, Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro. Like, yeah. Janine Garofalo. Patrick, Robert Patrick, Michael Rappaport. Dude, I mean, it's all-star cast. All-star cast. Frank Vincent, John Spencer from The Rock. I love him in The Rock. Kind of got everybody from the organized crime movies, like the mobster movies of the 80s right. and 90s. I was wondering if Sopranos was being filmed at the time, because there's a lot of Soprano actors in this. Ah, uh, it's quite yeah. possible. Yeah. You know, Leota is kind of playing the same character we've seen him play before. Just, James Mangle, written directed, dude. Right? Like, just, I mean, obviously this is early Mangold, right? Sure. Um, I'm trying to look up his IMDb real quick. What his what did he do before? He did Heavy in 95, and that was his first film. The fuck is that? The life of an overweight, unhappy cook is changed after a kind, beautiful college dropout comes to work as a waitress at his and his mother's roadside restaurant. So, some sort of, some sort of drama. Huh. Oh, she lived out, is it? I bet she's, yeah. a, she's a girl. Probably. But we're reviewing Copland. That's right. And what did you think? Oh, that's a fucking Slater, man. The moment it started, I was uh, dude, it's the most <laughs> intense fucking opening credit scene in the very beginning. I'm like, right off the beginning, it's already fucking crazy. Like, so, so with the Michael Rappaport driving car hitting him, he, he, he's just yelling, dude, it's, it's insane. Yelling characters come in. Our Patrick, I didn't think he was, he can get any more scary than the T1000. But him and a, and a mustache playing a dirty cop, <laughs> equally as scary. Equally as scary. I guess whenever Robert Patrick plays a cop, he's just scary. <laughs> that was great, in it, you know. I did Bobby D's great in it, you know. You blew it. We got the blue in line. I love, you know. Oh, Peter that's Burry, yeah. That that bag. that is pretty fucking hilarious to be honest. Whenever we get fucking Harley in the movie, I, I always pop for that. I love that. So whenever mm-hmm. Michael Rapport's on, I can only I only see Harley. So my like, man, whoever cast a bad boys podcast movie. Michael Bradford's playing Harley. Oh man, I totally enjoyed it. I I, I thought it was funny, you know. You, uh, still, still looks buff. You give him a gut. He's got to play a little schlub. I think he's probably the weakest link, unfortunately. Especially in the very beginning, it's really hard to miss this little schlubby guy, you know. Um, but he's trying. He's he's trying to, you know. There's just he's going up there with, you know, no boxing pun intended, but you know, he's going up there with some heavyweights, you know, like Kaitel, Bobby, and, you know. Towards the end, I I I, I, I a little bit, you know. Stuff to come in, 
That's what we mentioned about his ear and everything. But it's just funny. He still looks buff. <laughs> like he kick ass. Yeah, man, but I really enjoyed it, man. It was cool. I can see why people really enjoy it. I can see why Ryan... It's, it's easy. You can easily go back to and watch it again. I'm, I'll, go for, I'll go real quick because I'm going to be kind of the opposite of your your sort of review. Oh, right? shocker. <laughs> I, I think got, I, yeah. Go I don't always. I mean, we all, all, oftentimes see see eye to eye. Um, I struggle with this one. It's oh. it's got all the pieces of the puzzle, and when you put them all together, you sort of have this hodgepodge of a movie that we've seen done a million times, and all these actors have been in those movies, and it they just. All those other movies feel better. Like, like you said, Stallone is sort of the leading role, and I, I applaud him for playing the the schlubby character. And you know, maybe I don't have a problem with it. It's obviously he has, you know, it's like the Tom Cruise thing. He's he's, he's playing himself at this point, right? I mean, he's he's always Rambo. He's done it seven times. It's like you know, um, he, you know, it, it's just. It's Stallone, and so in 1997 when he did this, he was like, he's understated. He's you know, we're we're really trying to to to, to ring out the acting chops. He's obviously up against a an all star cast with, and and obviously De Niro doesn't have a ton of screen time, but Keitel does, and he's chewing up scenery, and Leota's chewing up scenery. He's in his prime, and and so his character is weak, and so like you said, his performance is kind of weak difficult to empathize with him because oftentimes the plot is that you know he's sort he's a good cop who who gets pushed too far not pushed too far but he he can't he can't he can't turn a blind eye any any longer right and it's it's difficult to empathize with him he's such an idiot it's like he's either dumb he's not slow he's not slow no I mean, he's, he rescued the girl you know, he's trying to be a, a bigger cop. He wants to be a you know, New York cop. He wants to be. A, yeah, he'd like to be a yeah. cop, but he's, but you he's know, got he can't hear because he uh, jumped into to the, to the water and so his girl, ears. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, he's fine. Slow. All right. But, hey, he almost seems – he seems like a bad cliche, like, you know, sort of, you know, just sort of this – he kind of plays an imbecile. And while it works that's on the screenplay – you have to really root for him, and it's difficult to root for him when he get you know when he gets his ass kicked at the end. I'm kind of like, yeah, no surprise there, like you know. And so it's difficult for me. And and the other act, the other players in the game. This is like this is a three hour epic, you know, cop drama that they shoehorn it into an hour and 45 minutes and you got all these actors and you, they don't flesh out any of them. Harvey Keitel is kind of the most fleshed out and you kind of see he's obviously the, the leader and he's kind of like the peak of the corruptness. You want, a, can you want another Irishman movie? You want a three hour fucking epic? Well, I, I think it would be, here's the thing, right? Do one or the other, Right. Either the shorter version. No, but okay. If you're gonna do the shorter version, then you really need to know everyone in his crew. Like what what makes them tick? Why they're bad? 
Well, we get, get burned, we can't tell. Okay, so if 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 you're not going to develop these characters, right, which the movie doesn't do, then I don't have to on Patrick. I know he's a bad guy. Well, sure. Hey, you put a fucking mustache on anybody, you know he's a bad guy. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well, except for De Niro. De Niro plays except a for you, you can't grow one. So I can't grow one. I'm, it's a white thing. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm 40 years old. I can't grow a goddamn mustache. I, don't know what the fuck. I can grow a fucking beard like a fucking hell's angel, but I can't grow a goddamn mustache. So, <laughs> so, so you have all these heavyweight lift, heavyweight actors, right? There's no fleshing out the story. The only fleshing out character is this sort of mopey guy who's kind of secretly in love with the woman he's, you know, rescued. Your life? Yeah. Yeah. Who's married to uh, an asshole cop. Um, and that's sort of the only fleshing out of these characters. The, you know, Kaitel's character is fleshed out as so much to. You know, he's he's kind of uh, almost the mob. Cops. He's like the Working mob. With the mob, what do you need? What do you no, want? No, I get it. Every and I, character fleshed out. What are you asking for? You? And I, what I'm saying is, it's not a bad movie, but it doesn't do anything better than a bunch of other movies that do the exact same thing. You could name I, two. Well, The Departed. Well, I was about. I was thinking about making the extra credit because that's the <laughs> that's the one that I want that I, comes to my mind. Which you know. the what? So there. What? I did. You cut out. I said it was a remake. Well, these all are. All these fucking movies are remakes. But well, fair enough. The, point yeah. the Departed was a what? What was it? A Japanese film, I think. Right. Yes. They're all going to be the same, right? What does Tony always say? Right. I think it's a copy of a copy, right, Tony? Absolutely, absolutely. And so my Tony's point the is, he's not even here. He's not even fucking paying attention. He's like Donaldo. He doesn't even listen. to <laughs> He's on the goddamn podcast. He don't listen to it. <laughs> he's playing. Uh, he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's he's leveling up his character on Borderlands. Motherfuckers outside catching Pokemon. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm going to talk for another ten minutes. <laughs> so it's a bit of a letdown because for me, I've seen this movie done a bunch of times. It's its own genre, and this one ends up when it's over is forgettable. Like for me, like I can't really remember anything big. Like you said, the the opening sequence this is kind of fun. You know, we kind of see that um, what happens, which kind of points to the you know the central sort of thing that keeps the the movie moving along. We yeah, get introduced dude, to a good pace, man. It doesn't ever slow down. I, I love it. It keeps going. That's the I don't. I don't know. I don't. Back and forth. I didn't it feel it at all. I I don't know. It, it seemed boring to me. So. Um, I'm going to give it a low dollar simply because there's nothing wrong with the movie. It's, 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 it's <laughs> I done Christ. Okay. You just, God damn. Well, I can't fucking talk without getting interrupted by Fonzo, right? <laughs> no, but and you so just, he just up, wants to Mr. argue. I let oh, you wow. fucking wow. cream all over the fucking. You, it's just funny because you just you, you just spent like five minutes talking about what's wrong with the movie. And you're like, well. I give it a dollar because there's nothing wrong with it. I was like, what? exactly, really? Because you just spent, you said all the things you didn't like about it that were wrong with it. You fucking moron! All right, I'll give, it a waste. I'll give it a I'll give it a waste of time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking idiot! Waste of time. Everybody's Turn it back. Sounds like somebody broke a glass in the background. What the fuck? Is that's that? the bell. 
You're done. You're done. Oh, that's Tony, funny. please. No, that, that was change, just, that was change my rating. It's, it, it gets a it gets a, a high yeah, waist. You gave it a low dollar already. Fuck that. <laughs> Tell him. Uh, Talk to him. So the problem is, um, Sylvester Stallone's character, I, I, can't, I, I wasn't in his corner. I wasn't rooting for him right from the right from the start. Like he's, Yo, man, he's, where's Ryan? Man, get Ryan on the phone right now. <laughs> this movie with Ryan. Yeah, this yeah. You don't want shit. you don't want to hear what I have to say because I didn't really I, I didn't really like him. Like he's he's drunk. He's playing pinball. I'm like, cool. All right. He runs out of quarters. And then he breaks into. I'm like, dude, just, dude, that's not cool. That's not cool. Why not? That's, that's cool. not cool. Get some quarters to play more. He's stealing. Free, he's stealing games. money from the city to play his, 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 his pinball. I'm like, relax. That's that's kind of bullshit. And then he Come spills on. it, and then he doesn't clean up. I'm like this motherfucker. Like he just oh, left them all on the ground. Wow. And then he drives that's home it. drunk. <laughs> so now he's driving drunk. I'm like, and and then he crashes, and I'm just like. It's like yeah, I, I I just I just didn't like him from the start, um. So it was really difficult. He's been for through me. some. He's been through some shit. Yeah, but I don't know that he's been through some shit. I'm just starting the movie, just looking at this pinball player, like, and and just going down the hill from there. Um, I do agree that that the 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 start with the with that the car the 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 car duel <laughs> with Rappaport. Um, yeah. that th- that was cool. That was that was a cool it was scene. Intense. It was very intense. Um, especially the way they shot the the uh, the club, you know, the, the 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 guy holding the club as if it was a gun, and, and it was just so quickly shot. I was like, wait, was that a gun or was that the club? And, and yeah. it, it was, yeah, it was it was cool because um, I I had that tension of what what the fuck was going on, and then just how quickly the cops was c- going in there trying to cover 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 their asses. And then the, the ambulance guy who just called him out was like, "No, that's like, just surprising shit." Out of me. Like, Whoa, I was like, Whoa, yeah, that's guy. what I'm saying. He's like, uh, "No, fuck that." He's like, "I saw you do that. You playing this shit." Yeah, and they just totally called him out. I was like, "Oh shit, okay, I was not expecting that." Um, so yeah, it started get off with a bang. Good, we get some real good squibs in this one. This is the movie I was talking about. The squibs, it's awesome. Yeah, the oh, shootout at the end. Is the good. shootout at the end is cool. Somebody asked you, "Why shut up?" Uh, yeah so i i started off the movie with like like the split mind like the split heart because like on one side i'm like i didn't really care about sylvester stallone i was like what's that oh great he he, he I, I was like he cameoed and now he de- he's dead from the car accident then <laughs> suddenly like, i'm never gonna see him again um and then rapaport's the guy who's getting more, more more screen time and more more cool plot over here um but uh it, it, I like the idea, uh, Copland. Uh, you know, we we've seen and like, yeah, it's right? a cool concept. We've right? seen and like we've, yeah, we've like we've all said that we've seen the concept of cop corruption. Every right. like every other movie that comes out of Hollywood is a cop corruption movie, and this one like kind of like takes it to that level of like, why don't we put them all in one? They own a whole fucking a whole city, city that's mm-hmm. just theirs, and they and they have this one sheriff. To police it, like who watches a Watchmen type thing, right? Who, like who, who polices the police? He's a pushover, exactly. Who just turns a blind eye? I was like, oh, that's why he's a putz. So the the putz that we were introduced to at the beginning that I didn't like, well, that's the reason you don't like him is because he's allowing all this shit to happen. Yeah, of course I'm not going to like him. To step up to him, and I was like, hey, talk to your girl here, but come on, you know, tell her, let her know who she is, who she's dealing with, right? 
someone lets him go just to let him know, like, hey. Right, he's just, just constantly just she's like, Fuck this. She's getting like, walked over. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, so you're not, I don't think you're supposed to like him. Like, I, I admit, because he's, he's allowing all this corruption. You just um, hate him because he's a loiter, that's all. What's that? You just hate him because he, he fucking litters. <laughs> Yes, seriously. If, if someone would have shown, I, 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 someone who just picked up the damn quarters at the end. Uh, Ooh, coins! <laughs> yes, don't waste the coins, man. Oh, it's not enough for the bus fare. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stallone right there. There's Stallone. There's Stallone on that parking table. meter. Tony's <laughs> like, motherfucker. Hey, no loitering. Uh, so, um. So yeah, so it got it got cool, like like the concept of of the the corruption and like they're just taking care of themselves and um and then they're sneaking in the 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 mafia side of it and I think I feel like that's where it was weak because they kept on bringing things up and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Who? Why do I care about that picture of the guy on the wall? Like, someone gonna explain this shit because he's 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 getting all emotional about this picture on the wall and oh you're sitting with your back to it. I'm like. Who fucking cares to explain it to me? Like, I'm, if I'm supposed to feel the intensity of what he's doing, you got to explain it. And I feel like they didn't a good, did a, do a good job of setting that up, and to, so that I can feel with them. You know, like feel the intensity of, of certain scenes. Um, but but I was I was entertained. I was entertained. The the, the whole yeah, the, uh, the scene where Leota goes off on everybody. I love that. Oh man, Leota going off was cool. Was awesome. uh, but yeah, that's it's always fun to watch Leota. Go off the chain. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes back at the end, just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole, the whole, and that, and that's what they were exploring. Kind of like, how deep does the corruption? Can the corruption get when it's just a, a land of cops? You know, it's just a whole. I didn't know, and I didn't cops. know where he was at, right? Because like he finds the shit on the right. Mirror, well, the whole fire thing, place, the, fire the fire thing, yeah. and you're so like, like, oh wait, shit! Did he have a parking? Did he not? Like, I mean, it, 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 they made it look like. It was, you know, like maybe they set his house on fire because of retaliation, because they were, you know, singling him out. Um, so, so I, I thought it was well done because I, I actually didn't catch that he's uh, until the end. So that that caught me by surprise, which was cool. Um, and then, and then, yeah, the 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 shootout, the foreshadowing for the shootout at the at the fair. Um, when trying to try, try uh, shoot out yeah. the the star is yeah, like oh you're gonna have to make all five i was like oh is that so <laughs> and just dun, dun, dun. i was like yeah that's cool oh, foreshadowing i was like oh you know it's you no know, shit's gonna go down later um exactly. so uh, yeah i i enjoyed it i it was it was a slow start um i didn't like uh like sylvester sloan's character at the end i was like eh whatever N- nothing really convinced me that he stepped it up type thing it was just a just a plot device for the movie but Dude, it, it, it was entertaining death, man? Come on, man. But, oh, okay so no no so so there so all the way up until that la- to that last the, the last scene when he got his uh his hearing blown out on the good ear like and then the the, the way they filmed the audio to the rest yeah. of the last it was so cool yeah it was it was really well done Wait, too, the way which was your good ear and you're like, huh? Uh-huh. Before you even get the thing, you hear the gunshot, you're like, oh no. Yep. That's yep. Yeah. That, that definitely got me. It. For sure. So yeah, I um I give it a dollar. It's it's a solid dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. And you give it a slater, Fonzo? Yeah, that scene with Titel and De Niro. I want to see more of that, man. That was so good. Oh, I love when two big fucking actors so good. I came to you two weeks ago. Yeah, they need that sandwich all pissed off. Like, hey, 
I, I thought, no, I like that. That is a uh, napkins. The, 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 and his assistant was just chowing down, just like just doing this. Like, oh, that, that's what my boss is doing. I'm gonna just shove a sandwich too. Yeah, go on, go on. We're through. This is done. We're over with. Start, yeah, I would have loved to see more Bobby Dean too. But yeah, this prime. Everybody doing their prime, man. It's fucking great. Love to see that. Yeah, man. This yeah. I, yeah, I fucking love. I thought it was, yeah, it's cool. Incredible. So are we going, we're going a full spe- spectrum on this one. You're staying, sticking oh, with the waste, Harley. Three, yeah, oh, exactly. Harley. That would be a, a waste of time. Yeah, I'll never, I, I never want to watch this again. You'll watch that other short story one again, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. Credit was picked by, I don't know who the fuck picked it. I think it was MCP. He picked Copland. MCP's cult has just recently changed the name. to CrossFit. Now they're functional fitness. I, I got to admit, functional <laughs> the fuck? Fitness Remember you left. said you can't say CrossFit anymore. Yeah, but what the fuck does that have to do with Copland? Oh, he was, he was poking fun of you. Uh. I'm not sure it's in CrossFit. So I'm curious if there's any other changes that MCP could cut us in on. And that Copland, I don't know. Oh, he was, okay, I see. He chose it. No, it's, it's, I don't know if I ever, I can't remember seeing this movie, but the fucking cast looks phenomenal. It's a load of big names in this one. I'm going to say this is a fucking, I'm going to say it's a dollar for MCP. I'm going to say it's a dollar for Harley. And I think it could be a borderline Slater for Fonzo. Oh, shit. If I'm indecisive, I should not bet half of my points, which I'm doing right now, baby. Take it to the bank. I'm going to bet whatever half of my points are, whatever they are. I'm not going to do the math. That's for Harley doing because he missed last week. So I'm going to go straight to Naldo for the bad boys. I'm betting half my. Shit. No. He had it. He had it, but y'all, your boy Fonzo convinced me to give it a waste of time. I know that's true. That's true. You wasted it, and then and then Fonzo slated it. Oh dang! All right, half his points. I was gonna half give points. it a dollar, but then y'all bitches complained about my review, <laughs> so I went back and gave it a waste of time. Talk to your boy. Talk to your boy uh, Fonzo about about my waste of time. That's you, flippy flopping. That's your fault. Don't put that on me. She... You're the one who said you fucking didn't find anything wrong with it. You know you done fucked up. See, so, see right there. Gotcha. You done fucked up. You done I said you. You done fucked up. Thank you, Tony. And Tony had the exact same review I did. Did not shut the hell up. He complained that Sylvester Stallone's character was boring oh, and uninteresting, oh, and nobody's rooting for him. All right, my man. Harley fucked you. Yeah, you better apologize to your boy Art because you don't fucked him right there. I mean, you did. No, you <laughs> fucked him because I was gonna give it a dollar, which you was just for him. You the bitch. You fucked up. I didn't fuck up. You ain't mad enough to fucking say you don't just fucking on. What's up with this brown on brown crime? What well, you saying? going over here? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna give it a dollar then. Fuck All that. Right. You gave it a waste, and I, you know, you ain't mad enough to admit it. No, I gave it a dollar first, and then you convinced me to give it a waste of time. I didn't convince you to nothing. You're a grown-ass man. Don't fucking put that on me. That's on you. <laughs> Sorry, Arvin. That's fucking Harley for you, buddy. All right, so, so he had two points. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, let, let's, no, let's, we still got like 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Okay. Ago, so. Yeah, yeah, play it through. Bet half of my points, which I'm doing right now, baby. Take it to the bank. I'm going to bet whatever half of my points are. Whatever they are, I'm not going to do the math. That's for Harley doing because he missed last week. 
So I'm going to go straight to Naldo for the bad boys, and I'm betting half my points. Dig it. Bad boys for life. So he only gets one point, which brought him to 45. So divide that bitch by two. It's 22 and a half. <laughs> that's the thing, man. That's the gambling. Mm, so now, Donaldo. now, now Donaldo has more points than me. <laughs> oh, that's that's really good. And now. Donaldo doesn't even listen to the podcast. And I, we're going to hammer that home until Donaldo says something. Donaldo cashes in the the free points. Yeah, too late. The, the leader shell. No, it's the leader shell now. Yeah. Fun. Next. For the extra credit, I'm going to go for Cop, Copland. Uh, it's going to be a certified Donaldo. And um, I'm going to go ahead and um, see if I can transfer all my points to the New Zealander. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, in light of me having to homeschool and work and do all the other rest of the shit. I'm going to go ahead and bow out. I've never bowed out in the middle of a game. But uh, a lot of stuff going on for me right now. And I really love you guys. I just can't uh, make it all work at the moment. So, as much as I hate to do it, I'm going to say lovey for a little while, you know. Adios. But, um... Hopefully I'll be back soon. I will continue to support you financially uh, for my $2 a month. But um, I love you, and I will be calling in several weeks from now, I'm sure. Hopefully we can make that happen and read wins, and you have to fucking watch Hamilton. <laughs> so, Godspeed, you guys. Bad boys for life. Yeah, no kidding. That's how you do it, y'all. Yeah. Wow. Tony Kim did dramatic music, man. It's all straight. Break the ice. Man, that sucks, man. I know. I mean, I get it, you know. You're busy, so I get it. We hate to see you leave. But unfortunately, you don't get read any points. (laughs) I think you should take her points and increase the goal target by the that many points so it's like 142 is that the new target <laughs> so she had 57 oh. and a half and then she just gave it a certified d which only gives her one point so that's 58 and a half she can't just give all her points to evan to read um you could split it among everybody should we do that? Should we just split? That's a. I'd have to divide it by three, which I think we're going to get in the third points here. Nah, it's so much work for this. Just delete them. No, just yeah. you keep your points, and when you come back the next game, you're going to have those points. We could do that. I could make a point to to. Uh, We'll hang on the she paper. starts the next championship with 58 and everybody yeah. else to play catch up. <laughs> well, that's, that's much. 
Uh, well, we're sorry to see her go for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it could be it could be time consuming for sure. I get that, and obviously she's. I think she probably has more. You know, she's a mom, full time job. Like she's got all that fucking political shit going on too, where she's trying to run for run, for run for mayor and shit. I mean, Donato's even listening to the show and, and calls in. Yeah. I don't think too long, just saying. Well, I, you know, she's, she's, she's all doing it in her garage and shit. That's got to be tough. So anyways, we'll miss her, and uh, hopefully she'll come back soon. So, Godspeed. Let's play the Simpsons music, the end credits. <laughs> That's a bummer. Hope everything's okay and she's not just uh, blowing smoke up our ass. Mm. Well, retirement. She will play baseball. <laughs> like she's not that good at it. Come back and play basketball. <laughs> All right, man. Who's next? <laughs> um, Copland. Uh, so, did Evan say this is one of his favorite films? Anyway. Uh, oh, who's going to do what? I think, with some retroactive eyes, Fonzo is going to love this film and Stallone's performance. He's going to give us Slater, and I'll double down on that. Oh, bitch. Goddamn. Um... Harley 2 is going to give it a slater, and I'll double down on that one as well. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love it. This is great. Oh, oh my God. And Tony will give it a dollar because it's fine. <laughs> um, it's fine. And what the hell? If I can bet everything I've got, I'll bet it all. Let's I love it. Throw my balls into a vice and see what happens. Whoa! So he got two points for you, but he lost a point for me, but then he got a point for, from uh, fucking Tony over there, so he ends up with two points. So he's back to two points. And then he gambled it all again. So he's back to zero. Is that right? Did I read yep. that right? Yep. All right. <laughs> um. Well. Next. Um. That one's tough, but I think Bonzo's gonna give it a dollar. Whoa, whoa! Is all breaking up? Tony Harley gonna give it. A waste of time. So yeah, those are my picks. Take it easy. Take it easy, guys. Stay cool. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life, dude. They say a dollar and two waste of time? I don't know. gonna give it a dollar. Tony Harley gonna give it a waste of time. So yeah, those are my picks. Take it easy. So we got the point for the waste of time? Yep. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven points. 
boy, here we go. So we watched the very great Copland. I'm so happy we did this. It's wonderful. Uh, Stallone, 50 pounds, overweight, kind of a pushover. Never seen him like that before. Saying that all of you are giving this high dollar. You better give this a high dollar. No bets on this. I'll see you next week. Bad boys for life. And booyah. I feel like he's doing very specific impressions that just go over my head. That's just, it's just a good, I think he's doing like the New Jersey thing. Right, but I bet bet it's like someone specific. No, it's not over the top. It's not. He took place in Jersey. He's doing Jersey accent. It's not Mm -hmm. like uh, when Schwarzenegger does Mr. Freeze, you know? (laughs) It's just a straightforward, like, he could walk around New Jersey and pull that shit off. (laughs) So he gets the accent for, he gets the point for the accent, but he only got a point for Tony's dollar, right? Yep. Did you get a dollar early? No, I gave it a waste of time. Mm. If you forgot already. So he gets two points, no gambling. So he's up to 73 and a half. So here's the thing. Here's the big takeaway. Uh, The only person that was in close second just bowed out. Yeah. So Evan could could literally... Well, that's not true. I mean, if Art... He's got 22 points, 22 and a half to be specific. Donaldo's got 27, although Donaldo will literally tiptoe to the finish line. Somebody will have... Well, stranger things have happened, right? So Donaldo could win this just by not gambling. I tell you what, you're all going to fucking... He's going to laugh his ass off when we tell him you win... You won the championship, but he doesn't actually find out because he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we should do that. We should we should if he wins. We shouldn't tell we should tell everybody not to bring it up on the podcast or on the messenger. So. Yeah, but we know he doesn't listen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so tell everybody, tell the the listeners. We'll say it during the podcast. Don't congratulate Donaldo on winning. Um, on the for all he knows, we could have been over. Yeah, like, exactly. I can write a messenger. Oh man, right. So, so and then I'm like, oh, okay. So don't and then we could, and then we could say, hey, Donaldo, you weren't on the podcast. How come? What's up? You were the what? champ. You know? I won. And he's like, I won? I didn't. Yeah. Evan, Evan got caught using steroids when he lost. Yep. So he's got 27, which, you know. Uh, what the hell happened? I love the gambling. It's a total different. It just fucks everybody up. Yeah. He puts his chair to the top and just fucks you up. And Evan don't want to bet now. He's playing way too, too safe now. Yeah. So art, art, yeah, art's all the way down to twenty-two. Reed's got zero. So yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. What are they? What are they playing? Betting on next week? Well, I got the homework here, 
and uh, just watch uh, Shia LaBeouf in a movie. I want to keep that Shia LaBeouf train going mm. with a little movie called Tax Collector. David Ayer new movie. And it's a brand new 2020, baby. Yeah. Is it the tax collector? Or the tax, tax collector, collector. The collector. Yeah. This is not rated by MDB. Action crime drama. 4.7 on IMDb. But just be written, warned, I mean, Tony. Just be warned. I got corrupt cops. It's gonna be. This is gonna have the same beats as other movies. Just, just be warned, Tony. All right. Written and directed by David Ayer. So it might be like Training Day or End of Watch. So just be warned, guys. So why does it only have a 4.7 on IMDb? Because nobody does that genre better. Who's got extra credit? I do. So, uh, yeah. Y'all didn't like uh, What's the Movie? The the homework. So I'm going to pick another movie with uh, like a tween who is uh, difficult to empathize with. But this one also stars your boy Matt Damon. I'm going to give you all free points right now, Mm y'all. Give y'all points right now. The remake of True Grit. All right. The Coen Brothers. I know we watched it a couple years ago. Couple, probably seven. <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, I think this was you guys watched this when I was on when I was uh, working. So oh, I haven't seen this. See this. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, shit. Cool. All right. All right. The tax collector. <laughs> True Grit is also on Prime. Y'all want to play at home? Is this a tax collector a Netflix movie? Did I already ask that? Sorry. No, it's like on demand right now. Oh, okay. All right, man. How's y'all speaking? Right Holy shit. Uh-oh. Um, so I'll go first. I'm pretty sure I got them. I don't know. Fonzo, uh, sounds like you You might be competing with injuries, but um, I bled oh, no. from my head. Uh, and, and I didn't need stitches, so at least I don't have that. Um, Wait, what happened? <laughs> so so uh, Saturday, uh, went to did our normal CrossFit in the morning, but it's... Uh, um, Lainey's sister's birthday, um, celebration. We went over to their house like at 10, um, took over some bunt cakes and just had a little get together. They're, they're just, just up, I think Menifee, just so just like, you know, 10 minutes up our way. So it was a hundred, you know, plus, uh, that day. Um, they have a little, uh, pool in the back, uh, um, like a above ground little pool, little pool area you can lounge in um and uh so yeah so they had a charcuterie board and they had some uh sad that booze you know it was, it, was, it was a hangout 
and they like getting us drunk. <laughs> I, I, I think I think I'm uh, I'm not a boring drunk. <laughs> so at one point, um, uh, this is maybe a couple hours in. Uh, we're we're starting to play with the the shark the the meats on the charcuterie board. I'm like, oh, throw it, throw it. And so she throws it. Um, so her sister throws it to try and get it, you know, and I'm trying to catch it in my mouth. What is that word? I, I don't know that. Game. Sure. It's a, it's a fancy name for meats and cheeses. Like it's, it's like processed Gosh. meats and cheeses and you arrange them on a board. Right. Mm. And we're trying to pair meats and cheeses in the best. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a rich, it's, it's, it's rich, white, <laughs> artsy, fartsy. fartsy. Yeah. <laughs> What's the thing? So she started throwing the food at me, and I go and catch it, and I slam my forehead into the corner of the counter oh of their brand God. new granite. <laughs> Tony, you are a menace to your own society. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, stand up. I'm like, oh, I missed it. And they're like, uh, uh, I'm like, what? You can throw another one. I'll catch this one. They're like, no, you need, you need it. You need to go to the bathroom. Oh, like, what man. are you talking about? I didn't even notice that I slammed my head. <laughs> I was so worried about the fucking meat hitting the ground. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, got a nice little, got some lump on my forehead. Um, oh, shit. yeah, and that's, that set the mood, I guess, for the, <laughs> for the rest of the day. It's like, okay, we're Tony's lot of, not allowed, uh, around the sharp corners um and so then like we worse would, than a baby having to pad the corners when you got a baby around yeah no, like, do we have to like <laughs> yeah. plug the outlet you have to, you yes around? yes to keep the sharp <laughs> sharp objects away from me uh yeah. no i mean it's like I, i'm i'm yeah i'm pretty bad like uh we're making myself a mimosa and 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 um it's like sweating uh, because they took it out of the ice box or whatever. And, it's good. and so the, the water is dripping off of it. And so I put a plate underneath. I'm like, oh, look, I'm smart. Look, I'm catching all the drips on the plate. See, so it's not getting on the counter. I don't have to clean it up afterwards. So I'm making my mimosa. And then I, I, I'm like, I'm done. And I turn and I elbow the plate and the plate just flips the water and <laughs> all over the oh. air and just landing all over the, all over the counter, all over the floor. Yeah, oh my that's that's my that's that's the kind of guest I am. Wow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Tony, just stand here, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, they, they. I went into the pool, and and then about? I went into the pool. Uh, so I'm the first one getting into the pool because you know at this point I'm leading the charge, and they're all like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, and and they're all freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? Um, as I'm sipping my mimosa. And and then they come running out with a plastic, uh, uh, like whatever container, you know, a little, little sippy cup for me for to have in the pool and not have the glass in the pool. They're freaking out that oh, I had the glass in the pool. God. I was like, you know what? That's very fair. I accept. <laughs> Give me the sippy cup. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Were you that hammered? Uh, apparently I wasn't. I mean, no, no. I remember most of the day. Um. Uh, that heat boy and some booze. But yeah, the heat maybe oh, was was messing with me. I don't I, I don't think I was that bad. I just I just get a little reckless. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all. Um, See, this is the perfect scenario, Harley, where we'd all be together and like you look over a lady, should you look like, oh no, he was fucked up. Oh, no, he done fucked up. Tony'd be like, no, I'm good. He was <laughs> yeah. like, no, he was fucked up. She's not in her head. Yes, Tony's not said no. Nope. <laughs> 
yeah at one point so um so yeah so we, we we were in the pool and then we come out and we're just like they have some some benches out there like the outdoor so outdoor sofas and we stand and we start you know we're, we just keep going going back and forth um and at one point laney joked because i'm like like i stay i try to stay away from carbs and pizza when i'm drinking especially because i cannot stop myself so at some point laney joked like haha uh, it's getting it's it's too late because we were there from like 10 till like nine at night um so once it was starting to get dark Lenny was joking, like, oh, you know, it's in the, at least it's too late for me to order pizza and have it waiting for we get home. And then her sister's like, oh, what kind of pizza you guys want? And it's like, like, just orders it. And then the pizza's there and we're eating fucking pizza. And it's like, all right. So I, so they have this, uh, 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 they have a, uh, some, uh, a, a weight bar with some plates outside, 95 pound bar. And so I start doing thrusters outside. I'm like, I got to burn this pizza off. <laughs> so oh, in, be- in, be- in between slices of pizza, wow. I would go and do get my thrusters in. And I was like, all right, I feel better. <laughs> and I'll go and take another few bites of pizza. And then I'd go and do some more thrusters. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Good times. Okay. Yeah. So today felt like shit and just, you know, nurse, nurse my hangover. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, because they kept giving me booze. Like I was, I, I did not, I did not intend to get drunk. I wanted to just stay buzz. <laughs> what? No. Not mean to. Um, I don't have the the right drop. Uh, but yeah, no. My intent was just to stay buzzed, but they kept serving me drinks. Like at one point, they came out and like. Oh, guess which one? Like, pick, pick a drink, you know, pick, pick pick a hand type thing from behind his back. And so Lane picked left. I got right. Well, he he gave me the pure vodka. Like, because we had, <laughs> like, Lane, he got the water and I got the pure vodka. Like, they were trying to get to get me drunk. It's um, interesting. I, I And Tony, maybe, maybe, maybe you're in the same psychology as me. <clears throat> you're not, you don't catch me as cheap. Um, but I have... I, I'm I'm at that age now where I have enough means to afford my own alcohol if I want to, like. But when somebody's offering free booze, it's like <laughs> it's like a fucking yeah. buffet. It's really yeah. hard to yeah. like moderate yourself. You're like, you know, it's like if you were at a bar and it was like. All you could drink, you would. I would put I myself would, in a hospital. I would be in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. I would just be like, yeah, yeah. Give me it all. Like, I don't know why that is, but yeah. No, Lainey I, has to babysit me and like trade trade my drink out with a bottle of water. She's like, you have to drink this for like the next two minutes, <laughs> and then you're allowed your drink back, type thing. Because yeah, it's a tricky. Just, yeah, it's tricky. It's like I was saying, we were talking about at the early beginning of the podcast. It's a weird fine line. You really have to get, you really, and with alcohol, it's even more difficult because you have to, you know, nurse a drink for 30, 40 minutes. You know, you either pound it and then just drink a bunch of water. It's really difficult, if not impossible to do. So, yeah, yeah. I've never been able to find that line. That, yeah. That's an oil spill. That's not a line online. (laughs) <laughs> oh oh on the way home we stopped by Krispy Kreme and got uh, Reese's well, I got one of those Reese's donuts oh shit bomb ass donuts man uh, have you heard of those the Reese's they have a the Reese's dozen and or they have Krispy Kreme has some Reese's style donuts 
They have peanut butter. They have peanut butter chips on them, peanut butter glaze, and a peanut butter filling on one of them. It's like pff, that was cool. Oh, I'm looking at a picture right now. Yeah, oh it's bomb. Krispy Kreme's fan favorites. There they go. Damn. Well, peanut butter. There we go. And the oh, they have filled ones too. Yeah, they had a filled one. Got that too. Mm-hmm. That's when I had that had that night. Damn. Yeah. I fucked with Krispy Kreme, but I don't, I'm not a huge fan of peanut butter. So. Oh, you don't like peanut butter? You're not a fan of peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter. I love peanut butter flavored desserts. Um, peanut butter anything. Peanut butter ice cream. Well, that's why I like yeah. screwball, man. It's peanut butter whiskey. Fucking... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah peanut butter is, is delicious. You yeah. just add sugar to peanut butter. It's like yum. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. What about you, bad boy? No, nah, man, just nursing the bad back all week. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so, it's been, been home chilling, you know, trying to watch TV, trying to try to watch the kids, but, you know, they got they can't wrestle with the daddy, even though he's at home. Oh. Kills them, you know, because that's all, you know, they wanted to do. Like, I can't. Sorry, guys. I got to move gently, and I got to have. It's just so light and left. I just couldn't do anything, you know? My game's got to bring in the sparkles water from outside. I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll stay there. Whatever. I'm like, all right. And the crew take out the trash can, which is cool. So everyone, everyone's just helping out, but it's like, like yesterday, I need help with the, putting the movie things out. And um, when I sat on the beach here, I, I, I couldn't move after that. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be tough trying to get out. You know, it's super comfortable, and I just could not move. But, but man, it, it let me put out a lot of YouTube videos out, so I got a lot of free time. So finally got my... Uh, my Jurassic Park action figure, the Nedra character, um, that comes inside the Marvel Soul can. So fucking awesome. Couldn't believe it. I go online right now, it's going for like $80, $90. Um, I didn't realize like like how big it was, and you twist it like you're supposed to you know, take out the cryo can out. That's cool. And then you probably twist it a certain way, the character's in, it lights up and does like five of his quotes. It's so fucking awesome. At the beginning of the intro, my video, I wanted to do a skit with Ruben Reagan, but, um, um, I was like, ah, I can't. Don't have the wardrobe. Don't have the time. I, I was like, you know what? I'll just film the scene and I'll have them narrate over it. And they did such a good job. Like the lips match. Like when when he when uh, River saw Nedry put the cup down the table, he grabbed one of my mugs from my room and placed it on my desk table for the computer. Um, Reagan was doing foot noises when the guy was walking. I mean, they got into it. I mean, they were like full artists, voice acting. Dang. I mean, and then they wanted to retake when they didn't like it. Like, oh, look, the lips didn't match. Let me retake it. I mean, they were like. They're little perfectionists. They they were foley artists. They're voice acting. Mean, they're dude. Like it only took us four takes. Like the first one I really liked, but they're like, no, we can do it better. So they wanted to do it like four badass. times. That is bad. Yeah. and it's like my it's like my one of my favorite intros. I mean, they nailed it. And then I wanted to do. I knew I had like rain sound effect, and like a lot of times the movie takes place, you know, in the rain. So I barbacle barbacle can outside, like in. Uh, backyard and that's something effect and i think it turned out pretty cool i was, I was pretty happy um gave me a little time to be creative and, and work on some videos so um got some more movies i'll be taking over just house to watch and uh, yeah because like i said it's been hot too so we really can't do much either so i'm, I'm hoping by tuesday i'll be all right because it's like it's still there a little bit right now like i can still feel it but before i couldn't even like this whole time sitting right here i wouldn't have been able to do this i would have probably been lying down recording the cast didn't you do that one time, Harley? 
Yeah. That's one time laying down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's no, it's no, like, I feel like Bad Wish for Life, and I feel like, the, you know, <laughs> like, like, you guys aren't boys anymore, and the captain says it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's the real, you know, Father Time can't be beaten, you know, he's undefeated. Yeah. So, uh, it's affects life. But like I said, got a lot of time to watch some movies, and some, and, and just, and just, um, yeah, I got to, got to play a little more Ghost of Tsushima, which is really cool. Uh, got some more armor, some more weapons, stronger weapons, and uh, it's made it a little easier now. Uh, and yeah, so that's about it. So how was your trip, Harley? Yeah, trip was perfect. It was um, it's it was the longest trip we've taken so far. Um, Sorry, we green pictures out of the way. Sorry, I still have we, we broke it. Oh, that's not cool. We broke it up into three. Three, uh, three separate. We, you know, when we go camping, we don't want to sit in the same spot for more than three or four days, kind of thing. It can get a little boring, especially if you don't have some place to go, kind of thing. Um, so it worked out great. We, I think, we left on Thursday, and um, and we stayed three days at the lake that Juanita that we've camped at several times. Uh, and this time we went camping with our friends. So my buddy Josh that I worked with and, uh, his wife and his two kids. So they had a little pop-up trailer. And so they met us out there and, uh, we stayed three days and had a great time just kind of kayaking, drinking beer all day long, uh, trying to find that fine line like Tony was failed to do so. Oh no. It was, you know, sort of your traditional camping at the lake kind of thing. And then the, and then we spent two nights and three days up at Christmas Valley. And, um, I'd been there once before about 10 years ago. I went camping there. Uh, the thing about Christmas Valley where we went, it's a, it's a dirt bike or OHV off highway vehicle off um area that sand dunes so you mine uh like if you want a youtube glamis kind of thing you, you get sand dunes is you have these gigantic mounds of sand that you can ride up it took some video maybe i'll try to post it or something like that on my gopro and uh it's just like sand dunes are these big huge mounds that are 10 stories tall of sand and you get to ride up them and um, so it's a lot of fun for, for, you know, motorcycle or, um, you know, a lot of people take quads and doom buggies. Um, this area is huge. It's hundreds of thousands of acres of sand dunes, but it's out in the middle of like central Eastern Oregon and there's nobody there. So I like had like this infinite amount of space all to myself. And it's just riding around and you never have to worry about other, you know, idiot riders. And so it was based, I mean, the atmosphere, the environment, excuse me, was similar to here at home. It's high desert kind of thing. So it's kind of breezy during the day, but you find, you know, we have a, a big awning on the side of the RV. So we pulled the awning and, and just chilled. And I rode quite a bit, all, all three days I rode and we brought some other toys, you know, I brought a PlayStation for Mazzy so she could, 
play PlayStation. I brought solar panels so we keep the batteries charged. Never had mm-hmm. to run a generator, so that was cool. And um, the only thing that's a little nerving, unnerving about being camping out in the desert is you only have the water that you bring. So our RV holds 50 gallons of water. Um, but if you bathe, you don't realize how much water you go through. So we didn't run out of water, but we protected our water like it was going out of style. So we didn't bathe. And it's the summertime. It's desert. So we all, so it's camping. I mean, you're hot, you're stinky, and you're gross, and you're wearing the same clothes. You're basically giving yourself sponge baths every night Mm -hmm. and um, just enough to not totally stink it up. But there is this element of, like, you know, kind of roughing it, kind of camping. You know, you obviously have an RV, and the weather was nice. But you're not – we don't people don't realize how much water they go through in a day between drinking and cooking and cleaning and flushing toilets and shit like that. So when you camp out in the desert, it, it's reminded of it. So that's kind of the only downside. So we had wonderful three days there. And then we went north to an area called John Day, which is a um sort of famous for this river that runs through these kind of natural, similar high desert, but, but more mountainous areas. And we, Chris found this website. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it, 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 it gives a list uh, of, you know, hundreds or thousands of campsites, quote unquote, that aren't campgrounds, right? They're free. They're called, they're basically they're what they are is they're either BLM or National Forest Land, which means it's land that's owned by the government or the tax dollars, and you can camp there. You can camp anywhere basically. Um, they're not marked campsites. Sometimes they're marked by like a fire pit or you know just by people traveling, but we call it boondocking or um, sort of. Um, dispersed camping is another popular name for it. So it's not like traditional campgrounds where you go and there's a spot and there's a fire pit and there's a, a bench and you pay $12 and you have water. Um, so Chris found this beautiful spot on the river, this beautiful river in the middle of Oregon. And it's like 50 miles from any kind of real town and she looks it up on Google Maps and we satellite it and it looks like looks like a paved road. It looks it looks totally fine. There's you know, and she finds a review and the review's like, yeah, it's a great spot. Like we got our RV. We the the drive from Christmas Valley to that was I think an eight hour drive day. We were literally in the truck for eight hours. And the, the thing that people, another thing people don't realize is when you pull an RV, your average travel speed is really slow. So mm. we're going 50 or 55 miles an hour. And when you're <laughs> out in the woods and shit and you're going in turns and you're going up hills and you're hitting dirt roads, all of a sudden your average speed becomes like 30. Wow. And we had a section where it was 15 miles of dirt road and it took us like an hour and a half because we were going like 10 miles an hour on this dirt road because we're pulling an 8,000 pound trailer. It's just sort of the nature of the beast. So we get to the last like quarter or eighth of a mile. We can literally see the spot 
and it's a fucking this downhill, crazy rocky section that you'd be like, I need an off-road vehicle to go down this or up it. It's so it's so crazy. It's so rocky. It's so like rutted from rain and shit. We were so fucking tired and we had no way to turn around. We just went down it and we were just skipping along on the fucking brakes or jumping and the truck is bouncing and the RV's bouncing. You know, we get in and everything's fucking falling out the, the, the cupboards and shit. And we get to the bottom of the hill and we've, we have a rock stuck in our back tire that has blown a two inch hole in the back oh. tire. Luckily, we had a spare, so I immediately changed the spare. We set up camp. We, we got to the spot, and uh, we stayed there for four days. It was beautiful. The next day, we drove into town. Um, the spare that was on the truck was the original 15-year-old tire. It was all dry-rotted and cracked. I didn't want to drive home on that spare. So we went into the town and ordered a, a new tire to replace the one that we, uh, one that we blew. So that was cool. They were able to order it. The nice thing about capitalism, man, is uh, when mo- when you got money, they will make shit happen. So um, we only had to go in town once and just order it. I left the rim there and then went back to camp, hung out there for three more days. And then we stopped. We had to go through that town on our way home. And so we just picked up the tire, uh, threw it in the back of the truck and drove home. And uh, we bought a used tire for the spare. And so... Uh, it was great. So it worked out. So, um, and then yesterday we drove home. It was a 10 hour travel day. We were in the truck for Damn. 10 hours. So we were pretty fucking tired. <laughs> so the only thing I did today, and we hadn't watched any of the movies. Yeah. So, uh, so we watched the uh, homework last night. Pretty fucking tired. Got a good night's sleep. I mean, we sleep good on the road, you know, because we have our we have our mattresses. We sleep good. It's not like sleeping in a tent kind of thing. That's what makes it doable. You know, you you know, we talked about it. It's like you can't tent camp for eight days. It, it'd be it'd be miserable. You know, you talk about back problems, shit. Um, so the only reason why it's kind of doable is because you kind of have a you know a mattress and you have a refrigerator with all your food. I had ice cream the entire trip. Right, I had cold beer the entire trip, so you know we had fucking TV and Playstations and shit, and you know, so so it's you know all the creature comforts of home. So, but yeah, it was really nice trip. It's nice to be home. I wouldn't want to live on the road. Um, it, it you know the the creature comforts of home of just the square footage is uh, you know you can't measure. So um, there are a lot of people that that RV full time full time RVers. Um, there's a lot of them popular on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Some of them do it in like fucking vans, call it van life. It's kind of like, you know, the movie. So not, not for me. Um, but I could definitely do these trips a couple times a year, you know, especially when the weather's nice, you know, if it's cold outside, if you want to go camping and it's fucking freezing, you know, we had perfect weather, never, never had any rain. So we're not cooped up in the RV. We just basically, you know, set up the awning and set up some chairs and, you know, played in the, played in the river and went on a couple of hikes here and there. And, um, 
Yeah, it's we beautiful were family to... bonding time, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, for Before sure. Go back to school and everything. Yeah, so, so that was older. That's great. Yeah, that was nice. So that yeah. was definitely sort of, um, definitely enjoyable. I I think when you don't have the stresses of the nine to five and sort of like, you know, I talked to my boy Josh about this. You know, he's like me. He's got lots of toys, right? Lots of fucking cars and trucks and RVs and motorcycles and and above ground pools and all these toys, they all have to be maintained. There are all these like projects going on. He's like me. He's kind of a do it yourself or he's kind of a fix it MacGyver kind of guy. So as, a, as a result, there's always something to do at home. You know, I got laid off, but I got, I got six months worth of projects I got to do. Sure. You know, I got to fix this and fix that and get on the roof here and fix cracks in this and do that kind of home ownership and fucking unemployment, you know? So um, it's nice to be away from that because you're forced to sort of forget about that nine to five and that you can't, you don't, you can't do projects. I mean, we do some projects on the road, you know, we fixed uh, this from the, you know, it broke off when we were traveling. And so, you know, I, you know, do little projects and play with my solar panels and I brought an RC car and et cetera, et cetera. But you don't have that pressure to sort of like, you know, answer work emails or, you know, I didn't have internet the entire time. So it was like, you know, every three days I, my fucking Facebook would pop up. I think at one point it was, there was 120 new messages on yeah. Facebook. You know, from the I, I never got a chance to, to look at you know I look at the last like ten or something like that, and I'm like, I, there's just no way, especially because they're all gifts. So yeah, it's an interesting like it's hard to it's hard to explain why it's such a nice experience. There's there's not really anything tangible. You know, it's not like uh, you took a picture of the Eiffel Tower when we go to Paris. I I took some pictures of a river. Well, whoop de do. But for some reason, the experience is relaxing. And like you said, there's some bonding. You don't have the stresses um, of sort of your normal day-to-day routine. And so there, there is something very pleasant about it. So, um, yeah, it was good. And then today was just, uh, I had to go grocery shopping. And, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, five, I, did, I, I, did, I did miss my boys. I did. Yeah. Just... Last the last trip I missed when we were at Humble and I missed a week. I was like, yeah, it's cool. But this time I was like, I missed you guys. I was like, I'm excited to do the podcast. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's not the same without you. So, you know, oh, three get back. It's a, it's you know, it's meant to be. It's a perfect puzzle. There you go. Maybe that quarter piece we need. Five fifteen. We just randomly ran to all things. I said we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.